I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. This is serious. And now here's Tony Bruno. Is this thing on? Is it, are we on? Is this thing on right now? Hello there. We are. Our conga line into the studio had to stop. <laughs> I was talking and I didn't hear anything. But we were socially distancing. We were six feet apart in our conga line. Hello, welcome. It is a... It's Friday already, Harry. Yeah, Does I know. Does it feel like Friday? No, it, it, it's kind of feeling more like a Friday than it has during the shutdown. I got to be honest. Like today, I kind of have a feeling of positivity. Really? That's yeah, really I, highly unusual. I know. I, well, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just telling what you. What is going on I out mean, there? I mean, allegedly the country has started to open up. I heard Texas has opened their state. So, I mean, you know, things are starting don't, to happen. Don't mess with Texas. No, Eric. I know. And, of course, there's a lot of people who don't want anything open, and there's people who want everything open, and then, uh, you know, and then you have the beer bottles that have to be open for the weekend if you can find beer or alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. It's Bat Appreciation Day. I saw that hashtag this morning, and I'm uh, like, yeah, because I like to look for the trending topics, right. Harry. It's funny, because when I saw that, I knew that you would be all over. You have to. I was all over National Horny Day yesterday. <laughs> I helped make a trend. <laughs> and then Joe Buck's been uh, trending today, oh, too, <laughs> thanks to Darren Ravel, with a uh, story that he posted this morning about a porn company yeah. uh, has offered Joe Buck a million dollars. I'm trying to get Joe on. I, I don't yeah, know what I, happened. I I'm, call his number. And I know Joe. He'll come on the show. Joe Buck had the greatest response to this. So for those who didn't see it, this is nothing to do with National Bat Day. This was a porn company. I don't even know which one it was. They, didn't he didn't say. They so didn't a say. porn company has offered Joe Buck a million dollars to do play-by-play. Well, you know it's vivid. They, no, they always come they up with they're a... dead. Are they? No, they're, they're not they're, dead. They're, Are you they're, they're, serious they're, right now, huh? Yeah, they, come on. That's, that's old news. I don't know who it is. All I know is that they've offered Joe Buck a million dollars to mm-hmm. do play-by-play of uh, Cam's shows. Right. Not Cam Newton shows. He's still trying to get him down to Jacksonville, Leonard Fournette, if you saw that story. Is it Cam Soda? Not Cam Soda, no. no. Not Cam Cameron. <laughs> I can't think of any other Cams. <laughs> but meanwhile, we will have a Jim Edmonds update, a baseball update today, <laughs> and your MVP in the clubhouse right now is Jim Edmonds, formerly of your Los Angeles, California, Disneyland-adjacent Angels. My new Major League Baseball hero. Not only was a great center fielder, Harry, <laughs> this guy was an angel in the outfield and a devil in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> we will have a Jim Edmonds update that will blow your mind today. Yeah. And so the Joe Buck response, so, so Darren Ravel tweets the story out about a million dollars to do voiceovers, and it also says in the tweet, this company is also looking for other national and local sports, sports commentators. Exactly. Is how, how so it's I'm worded. looking. I'm yeah. saying, hey, I sort of fit into that category. What do you mean, sorta? 
No, but there are people saying that I'm not qualified oh. or I'm not. I'm a, a sort of a national sports figure, am I not? Absolutely. With a lovely speaking voice and average intelligence, which is all you need to do this these and days. And knowledge of the product, which is very well, important. Right. And a man who knows probably more adult entertainers mm-hmm. than maybe anybody in the history of this business, except Howard Stern. Probably. But some of these cam <laughs> girls, though, you know. Yeah, they're not the big stars. No, they're not. Well, you got to look new talent. I'm well, always looking, we're always looking You're for always new You're always mining talent. for new talent. <laughs> mining the miners? Yes, exactly. exactly. So anyway, so I said, hey. You know, I'm not Joe Buck. Joe's a Hall of Fame legend. I'd say I'd be willing to do that since I have a couple of extra hours a day now. Mm -hmm. I'd be willing to do it for half of that, even a quarter of that. Right. And you would do the same thing, I would, too. I'd do it for a tenth. One tenth. And again, we are trained broadcast professionals. We're not everybody wants to do this when they say, hey, we'll pay you a million dollars to do this. Not everybody's qualified to do it. I don't, I don't go out for jobs where I'm not qualified. Right. I don't go out to be ep- an epidemiologist because I see them all over the place and everybody thinks they're one now. Right, yeah. I, I stay in my <laughs> own A lot of sports writers are epidemiologists. Oh, absolutely they are. They're yeah. epidemiologists, yeah. they're doctors, they're Scientologists, they're everything. I have an update on the site. It is I Am Live. I Am Live. I've never heard of it. Maybe that's why they want to. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of it. I Am I, Not the group live. Not no. I Am. I, the letter M. Live. Okay. I, I am, am live. Yes. How live. about Brent Musburger opening it up by saying, <laughs> You are looking live. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Now, I, I have the full email. Would you like to know what? There's an was email? Ri- yeah, there's an email that was written to Joe. Oh, so this company wrote to Joe? Yes. Yeah, and then oh, Ravel yes. got okay, so wind then of that. Okay, so Darren Ravel yeah. got the email Correct. and yeah. then released it to the general public. Correct. So this is from I Am Live to Joe. With COVID-19 having forced nearly all sports leagues to postpone live games indefinitely, I can imagine it must be tough for some sports commentators like yourself right now. With you out of work for an indefinite period of uh, right now, I want to reach out and formally extend you an offer to continue to commentate but over porn instead of sports. By its very nature, pornography, especially adult camming, is a visual medium. It's what's on the screen that gets people off. But this obviously presents inherent problems for the blind and visually impaired who have nothing to turn on to when they want to take a load off. As it stands, there are an estimated 22.5 million Americans who report experiencing vision loss. So this is a very nice thing for the visually impaired. So that's what it's all about? Yes. Wow, Listen, I, our buddy Blind knew. Mike and yeah. all the other people who have vision problems yeah. who listen to the show, this is a service. I wow. used to I used to go in and read for the blind. Me I too. Would, I would read yeah. books for the blind. Really? Yeah, okay. absolutely. When I was in California, that you, know, you, you do it for charity. Right. You go in and you say, hey, I'll give my time. I'll read some books for the blind. And, you know, I had a lovely speaking voice, so right. they liked that stuff. Now, I've got Joe Buck's response. So Joe Buck responded to the Darren Ravel tweet, tweet yeah. that they are willing to pay him a million dollars. Right. And this is classic. That's why Joe. That's why I, I love Joe. I, I don't mean, understand why people no, don't like Joe Buck. The I know. guy's a genius. I mean, here's, here's Joe Buck, at Buck on Twitter. Depending on the site, they could just be handing some of my money back to me. <laughs> so I'll hold out for a better offer and try to hold on to my day job. But I have to say, I'm flattered. <laughs> now, how great is that? <laughs> 
That's brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. Now, will Troy be his co-host on this, too? <laughs> I don't he, know. Because now I offered my own services, and then Robin said, hey, how about a female perspective? Because mm. everybody thinks it's going to be Harry's going to be the color commentator. Yeah. Harry can do his own cam shows. I mean, I'm sure they're looking for multiple right. talent. Yeah. So Harry can do his own channel. Right. I could do it, and then Robin can offer the female perspective. Because yeah. there's different genres, I'm sure, exactly. on this yes. site. I, what's the site? I'm going to check it out. I, I am, am live. I'm I, worried about opening live. it up. I'm, I, I don't want it to yeah, get Yeah, don't away. open it live. I don't want to get any viruses. <laughs> we got enough viruses, viruses uh, out there. No, I have, I have uh, virus protection. I'm, I'm immune. <laughs> I, I have herd immunity to all these viruses. Okay, not, not the cow and cow herd. No, no, not, no, no, not him. No. <laughs> oh, wow. I am live. All right. We're giving these people a million dollars worth of free ads here, Harry. Yeah, get on the phone, Krause. Yeah, get these but get these damn people on here. Yeah. I'm a professional. All right, this uh, <laughs> site contains blah, blah, blah. I'm going to enter. You're gonna, be careful, Harry. I got 30 free credits. You do? How about that? Wow. Do you have to put wow. quarters in? How do you do it? I, I do you slide a dollar bill into your phone? How do you get I it? no idea. 30 wow. free credits. Wow. Are you sure you haven't been on this site? I've never heard of it. I swear to God. Wow. Yeah, they got live cams, <laughs> top host arena. They got all kinds of stuff. A lot of options. Not Cam Jordan. No. That's another good cam oh, right yeah, there. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, cam Ward, too. Cam Ward. Yeah. That's tremendous, tremendous cam knowledge right there. And I'm sure the audience on Twitch watching and the people following us on Twitter will be chiming in through the rest of the day. But this morning, Harry, by the way, our good buddy Bruce Murray who pretty much is the voice of the NFL on Sirius XM Radio. Good friend of mine. We go back to ESPN days. He was one of the producers there. Oh, wow. And he's been at the NFL Network forever. And he does shows. He has more partners on his NFL channel than the Kardashian family combined. Man. Every time you look, you turn on Sirius XM and you listen to the NFL channel, it's Bruce Murray. Yeah. Interviewing everybody. And he has partners. He has Bruce Gradkowski. Remember him, the former quarterback? The quarterback. He was from Toledo. That is great Toledo yeah. knowledge. Mudhead knowledge. Not Mudhead. Toledo no, uh, Rockets. Rockets. We saw Bruce down in Miami this year. He looks ripped. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, Remember, he, he was a quarterback fantastic. for the Steelers. Remember, because he's Polish. And the Raiders. And the Raiders, yeah. Polish power. So when he went in for the Raiders when I was doing the post-game shows with him when Jason Campbell got hurt, remember? Yeah, yeah, sure. Bruce Gradkowski was there. He went in and he played well, and the crowd went crazy. So Bruce Gradkowski and and uh, Mark Dominic and all these other great NFL guys do shows with Bruce. Bruce is going to join us. We'll talk football. A lot of football news today, too, including the schedule release story. Yes. They are still going to release their schedule. We'll talk with Bruce about that. Another date to look forward to. Exactly. Tony. And my favorite one is the one that the NFL PR guy just posted not that long ago. Because, you know, everybody's worried about the draft, which will be next week. Mm -hmm. And the NFL PR guy says that they will have a situation going on. Because everybody's worried about technical issues. Every right, show, right. We're, our show, we worry about technical issues every once in a while. You know, something goes wrong with the phone. But we're hooked up by a satellite, and we're on Sirius XM, and people can hear us. But you never know what's going to happen. You know, something can go wrong. So they're worrying about the same thing with the draft. So here's what they're saying. They're saying that if something goes wrong, you know, technically, mm -hmm. say one of the GM's feed goes down. Right, and, it, and they're on the pick. clock. And they're right, on the right. clock. They will stop the draft right there, stop the clock, mm -hmm. and then they will make sure everything's fixed. Get them and, back online and, and then, then they restart will the clock. Exactly. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. what are they going to do? They're yeah. going to say, well, I'm sorry, you didn't get your hey. pick in, <laughs> in time. You just forfeited the pick. <laughs> Remember, they've done that in the past where the team wouldn't get the pick in on time. Yeah, I forget, was it the Vikings that missed their time uh, the most recently? I'm, I'm trying a to bunch remember. Of years ago. 
But they're not going to do that. So, yeah. if, like, if this feed goes down in somebody's basement, mm-hmm. one of the GM's basement, or one of the kids goes in and pulls the plug right. and wants to go play Fortnite on Twitch. Or Howie Roseman's wife forgot to pay the bill. Exactly. You know? Yes. And they shut him down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so there's a lot of NFL news as the draft is a week away. Actually, we will be in day two of the draft a week from today. Yeah. Do you realize that? Next Friday, that'll be t- day two. So a lot of football talk coming up. The great Chris Landry, we had problems getting him on yesterday. He will be with us today and will give us his uh, mock draft at uh, LandryFootball.com. One of the great and most respected guys who's been doing this for a long, long time. Now, are you going to be putting together your first round mock over the weekend? No, I'll be doing a mock draft light, as I mentioned. I do this every year. I'm still working on my WNBA draft board. Oh, yeah, that's that's today, right? The WNBA draft is tonight. Who do you like? Harry will release it. Don't do it now. Harry will be releasing his WNBA draft top five picks on the board at no additional charge to you, the listeners of this program. That's the kind of extra value you get on the show. Mm. You know what I'm saying, huh? Plus, we have... um, we have NBA news. The horse finale was last night. Oh, Did yes. you watch it out? Uh, no, I didn't. But, I mean, does, does this guy get a trophy? Does he get a parade? No, you know what he gets? He gets a roaring round of applause. And what's interesting about Mike Conley, the Utah Jazz point guard winning over Zach Levine of the Bulls, mm-hmm. he was the only one of the eight players who were in this thing who actually was using an indoor court. Yeah. Everybody well. else was playing outside. He's the only guy that played inside. Yeah. Boom. Winner. Right. I mean, it makes sense. There's no wind. Exactly. You know, the elements. So remember, kids, if you, somebody asks you to play horse, you can't go outside anyway because all the courts are closed. Find an indoor court and you, too, can win the game of horse. It's that simple. Coming up, a Tony Bruno update. We'll have baseball news. We'll have betting news. We'll have bat news. Your favorite bat, Harry. I'm going to have you name your favorite bat on Bat Appreciation Day. All right, I got one. We got a whole bunch of stuff to get to today. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays just getting the Friday party started right here. Stick around. Bruce Murray coming up next. I have, uh, they just sent over a new clip from Roger Goodell. Yeah, he was on with Rich. Oh, where's that hum coming from? Do you want to play this at all? Is it bad quality? By May 9th, we are planning, as you can tell, we are planning on putting our schedule out, our game schedule uh, by May 9th. We are planning, as you can tell. Do you, do you want that? Not me? with Bruce. Well, unless we can lead into that with Bruce. Just that one cut. Just How long is this cut? It is um, a total of 16 seconds. Yeah, let's let's lead in with that. Okay. We'll lead, We'll play the cut of Goodell, who was just on with Rich Eisen before us, yeah. talking about the draft. Is the uh, schedule will be released on May 9th. Joe Krause is here. You're still coming back to uh, to Bruce Murray. No, you're still coming back to the return music that's on the on the stop set. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of people who have commented how much they love that music. Which music? The drum, the drum beat. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Where did that come from? That's one of those ones that I got off. It's a oh, royalty-free so- off of YouTube Beautiful. stuff, and I really like it. I need to contact the um, the composer. No, we don't want to be selling that stuff. 
The people who like that stuff already know where to go find it. You know what I'm saying? However, now everybody's giving them free plugs all over the country. However, if they would like to offer Tony for, for real, how about Bob Mentory? How does he not get a gig? Oh, did he? Listen, I was I did a I did a show in Madden. How can I not? How am I not qualified to do a, a, a an I am live totally channel? Totally agree. Should have my own channel on there. Yeah. Shy girl alone. I could do shy girl alone. I'll play Kasha Gugu in the back. She's Shasta. Let's get it back to McMullen, please. That's from the Philly Cheese 2020. <laughs> He's a real wise guy, Harry. Did I break my pencil? Damn it. I got some lead in my pencil today, baby. Speaking of that, the love master later on. Well, yeah, what, 520? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many credits do I have? I have to check. Did you have an account free, there already? No. They just Does said, everybody get 30 free credits to start? It. Yeah, I think Where so. do I get for 30 credits? <laughs> Everything. Dang. Probably three minutes. <laughs> Ten credits a minute. Sean with quarantine mustache checks in and says, I won't be able to watch any of the good scenes without thinking about Madden. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Tony Bruno from Redwood Shores, California. Here is Shy Girl Alone. Today's feature <laughs> right here on I Am Live. <laughs> they would have to have like like you have to go on to I Am Live in franchise mode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's a PTP, baby. I saw you reached out to him. Did he get back to you? Dick I think TV. he did. Who? I think he did. Dick Vitale. Oh yes, he did get back. He just needs to DM his info because I don't have his current number. <laughs> Wipe that schmutz off your boom, Harry. <laughs> what? what? Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Uh, the best part of this show, Harry May, is not only doing it, but the fact that the people who are watching us on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show, where we've been on for over a year, those people get to hear what goes on during the breaks. Right. And by the way, we don't we don't clamp it down during the breaks. We're basically content. This show never ends. Welcome, my friend, to the show that never ends. Yes. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. That is right. Phenomenal. Not only does yeah. the show continue, but you sometimes do get some behind-the-scenes stuff. It's yeah. all behind-the-scenes. Yeah. You're getting basically that backdoor pass, so to speak. Not that one on the cam show. That's yeah. a different yeah. one. <laughs> and I was doing some of my auditioning yeah. for the uh, for the porn site. I am site. live. Yeah. Yes. How about that? Right. How about if I say, hey, welcome, everybody, from Redwood Shores, California. Here yeah. I am, Tony Bruno, welcoming you to my show today, the show that never ends, on single girls. Shy girl alone. Shy girl alone, yeah. everybody. I'll be bringing you the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity that is uniquely shy girl alone. But that so is only welcome. available. The Tony Bruno radio show is only available in franchise mode. In mm. franchise mode, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm a natural. Wow, well, I know. I'm a natural. <laughs> I know. 
Oh. No, Shia LaBeouf is not on Shy no, Girl no, Alone. No. Shy Girl Alone. We'll play a little that was, the fir- that was the first category that came Is, up. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. Now, does everybody get 30 credits just for I, checking I, it out? I, I think so. I should get unlimited credits. You should. <laughs> anyway, Rich, I- Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen had the commissioner on earlier today. As he, he did. I, for Bruce Murray. Right I heard before he came that. on on the Rich Eisen Show, which is also heard on the Dan Patrick Channel, right before us, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, checked in with Rich. And uh, one of the stories that is now all over the place is the NFL scheduling day. When they announced the schedules for the upcoming season, mm-hmm. the commissioner had this to say about that. We are planning on putting our schedule out, our game schedule, uh, by May 9th. We are planning, as you can tell by the draft and by the start of the league year and by the, the trying to adjust to the environment we're operating in, uh, that we're planning and, and working towards staying on schedule. So that was the commissioner with Rich Eisen. Of course, Rich and the NFL Network and ESPN will be doing the draft all together as one, although they'll be separated. A guy who's never separated from the NFL because he has his own channel. He is the NFL channel on Sirius XM, and he's been there for 30, 40 years now. I don't know how long it's been, but he is Bruce Murray. As I said, you can hear him on Sirius XM, the NFL channel. Host of the Blitz, and he's on Twitter, at Bruce Murray NFL. And he's been a pain in the neck to me my entire career. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we still allow him on the show, even though he never called in. And we are now at the end of our second week on Sirius XM on mm-hmm. 211. He has did never never sent me an email, never sent me a note, a no text, note of congratulations. It's or? like he's almost like he doesn't want me to be on Sirius, even though I have him on every year at the Super Bowl and give Sirius major love. What is up with that, Bruce Murray? Well, first of all, I was hoping it was just a bad dream when I heard rumors about you being part of the serious family, but apparently it's not. It's true, uh, as I do this. And let's face it, the only reason I come on with you at Super Bowl is for the free gifts. Exactly. I mean, I mean you know, well, what else is there for me? This, well, I, you must really be slumming it if you, if you reached out to me to come on today. Well, listen, you're, you're on. I get the feed every day. Sirius sends us all the different shows and all the different guests that are on. He talks to everybody. And you have everybody on. You got Bruce Gradkowski, of course, as a co-host. You got the, the Blitz. And how many co-hosts do you have? You do how many different shows on Sirius on the NFL channel? What channel is that, by the way, again? For those well, of them? The, 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 there's only so many that can tolerate me for more than a period of time, so we try to divvy them up so they don't get exhausted of me. Uh, I've got Brady Quinn. I've got Bruce Gradkowski. I've got Mark Dominic. By the way, I think I can share this with you. Brett Favre is going to be back for another season next year. Oh, I'm going to work with him next year. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm now name-dropping. How about that? Hey, listen, it's, you know, hey, you're the man now. I'm just the guy <laughs> who wants to be the man again. I'm happy to ride your coattails into the NFL <laughs> stratosphere known as Sirius XM Radio. There's like 100 channels, but you are the main guy, Bruce. You're the main guy. When you think of the NFL, now there's, there's fantasy channels, and we had Lisa Ann on last week. Mm-hmm. But you have been handed the reins by Steve Cohen to basically hold the entire NFL part of Sirius XM Satellite Radio down. Is Steve aware of that? Have you shared that with him? <laughs> <laughs> somehow when I present that to him in contract, uh, he doesn't see, see me with the same level of importance that you do. I, I need you to be my agent. He's essential. Yeah, you are. Yeah, he's essential, essential we're, we're all essential employees. Yeah. You notice that with no sports to talk about, we, and I, that was my biggest joke when we announced this two weeks ago, I got hired. I may be the only person in the history of sports radio to get a job 
when there is no sports to talk about. <laughs> Everybody's getting fired, furloughed, laid off. I got hired. How does that happen, Bruce? Y- your timing in life has always been impeccable. That's what I can say. And you've met that standard once again here. And listen, I, I thought about this. You know, I- somebody asked me, I said, they asked me what I was doing. I said, you know, I'm going on Tony Bruno's show in the afternoon. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I met you like 30 years ago, whatever it is. And at that time, I actually thought, from knowing you then, that you should have been quarantined then. (laughs) And it's amazing that finally my wishes have been answered, that you are in quarantine. I'm only hoping when this is all said and done, you stay in quarantine. What do you mean? How how are we going to bake when we go to to the Super Bowl in Tampa next year? Because there is going to be a Super Bowl in Tampa. You know that? You better not show up looking for free stuff. Because we know we always have the best swag. No other show that's ever on Radio Row has had the swag that we have, the quality and the quantity of swag, Bruce. And you know All I've ever needed is glasses, and you've cut ties with them. Now you give me face cream. Like, you know, look, I know I'm aging, but, I, I you know, hey. make a deal with a glass company again. Everybody needs that under eye cream. Hey, 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 yeah. who brought extra glasses you to you this that's year? Those were the thin optics glasses that everybody <laughs> loved. Yes. That is true. You did get them for me this year, so I'm counting on it again next year. They're not even a sponsor when we still brought you some, knowing you'd be a pain in the ass to come and beg for them. (laughs) Go out and buy. You have to go out and buy product to provide knowing what your guests are going to want in exchange. Exactly. We always have extra product, especially for you, Bruce. I I know for a fact that the only reason I'm on today is for what you said just minutes ago, that there is so little to discuss in the world of sports. How are we going to fill time? Oh, I'm going to my Rolodex. You must have gotten up to M's. <laughs> and I apologize for not reaching out and congratulating you for being on Sirius. No, We're we didn't go through our Rolodex. You would be the last guy I'd put on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I say, you know, I'm figuring every time I see you, I always give you love because you work at Sirius for a long time. You do a great job. And then I'm thinking, okay, once they announce this, who's going to call me? My friends who work at Sirius. I had Adam Shine call me and congratulated me. And I don't even know him that well. Is that true? Yes, all the serious guys called and congratulated. What's the matter with you, man? I think I pretty much once upon a time sent you a text to see how you were doing physically. I never even got a response. I just assumed that there was no way to get in touch with you, that you would know in deep down in my heart that I was thinking about you. Well, that was Robin's fault. Exactly. Yeah, yeah blame her. <laughs> blame me. <laughs> all right, Bruce, let's get, let's, let's only, get to the business imagine, here. By the way, when I got a text from Robin, because like you said, I'm, I'm used to seeing you once a year. Uh, we yuck it up at, at, at the Super Bowl opening night, Monday night, and then I come on your show uh, in the days after, and then you go dark for about 11 months and, and 30 days. So I was shocked when I got this text the other night saying, hey, you available on Friday. I, was, I jumped at the chance. I jumped at the chance to be on with you, Tony. Well, you should, man. Yeah. Now, you live in New York, and obviously... Now, by the way, yes. I want to be a regular now. Oh, you can be a regular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty irregular now, but that's because we're on a keto diet and Robin and I can't go out. So you, uh, we had Sid Rosenberg on the other day, good friend right. of Harry, and he's right. stuck in New York. You're stuck in New York. So how is life for you seriously now? Because you know, all of our friends in New York, we worry about them because New York is hard hit. They're not going to open the city up anytime soon. So how are you living your life outside of doing this show every day? All right, well, hoping to get the facts correct, which oftentimes you don't pay attention to. I actually no longer live in New York. I live in Connecticut, but same uh, thing, I know you the same, same difference. difference. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I live you know, in, in a suburb of New York City. Uh, how am I getting through my days, my life? Uh, I have gotten through the last six weeks without actually exiting my house to do anything except to walk a dog or ride a bike. I haven't been to a store. I haven't, I haven't been on a street with stores. 
my wife is very concerned about my health, so my existence is limited to spending three hours a day on the air talking NFL or taking my dogs out for a walk with bags in each hand so I can carry around little bags of poop for about a mile and a half. And you haven't been arrested yet. I have not, I have not been arrested yet. I am socially distanced. Hey, listen, you want to socially distance, the best way to do it is carry around bags of poop. Nobody comes near you. That, that is the easiest way to socially distance yourself, especially no. when you have big dogs because they're big bags. Yeah, you got big dogs. What kind of dogs you got? Well, I, I actually just lied about that. So I have a big lab, uh, and I have a small French bulldog. I they still they put they still put out heavy poop though. I mean, <laughs> yes, you know, no, in our neighborhood, when people walk their dogs, they do have the bags. Yeah. But then they put the bags right in front of your house in, in the little grass area in front of a tree. Yeah. How <laughs> nice right, of right on the, right on your curb. Exactly. Okay, so, so we have an issue here because that's going on here as well, and we have one of those websites where your neighbors post things, and they're all posting, don't do it. And so when we go on long walks, especially uh, recently, I've taken to trying to do that from time to time, knowing full well, by the way that I'm coming back to get it, and I want my wife to create these little notices that I can put on the bag saying, not left, I am going to retrieve it at the end of my walk, because I feel guilty sometimes when I leave. You don't pass any trash cans? Put a sticky note on it. Exactly. There's no trash cans around here. Yeah, I want to do a sticky note. Thank you. That's what I want to do. There are no trash cans around here, no. You know those French bulldogs, they're chick magnets. Oh, they are, they are, oh, yeah. yeah, they are chick magnets. Yeah. The problem is I'm out walking with my wife most of the time. <laughs> Not the British Bulldogs. Uh, no, they're no, no longer no. with no. us, I don't think. No, the, the French Bulldogs. They are chick magnets. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. All right, now let's get it back to football here because this yeah. is what this is all about. This isn't, this isn't about, like, chit-chat and nonsense that nobody cares about. Yes, this especially is, is that your whole show chit-chat <laughs> 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 Bob. We need him to do a promo <laughs> saying exactly that. The Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays chit-chat and nonsense. And nonsense. Yeah. I didn't get the memo that they changed format, so I, I don't really want to be a guest anymore. <laughs> hey, Bruce, can you just say that really clearly, and I'll cut it later. Yes, yeah, so, let's do yeah, a promo on air. Let's do this. We'll tape it, and then we'll run it live. We'll do it live, and then we'll run it back later. Okay, fine. What am I supposed to say? Just do a live promo for the show. Uh, the live promo to the show? I, I, we just did a live no, promo No, well, I'm going to do it clean so we don't have Wait. to do extensive editing. I'm going to count you down, and then you say, Hi, this is Bruce Murray from Sirius XM, the edit with the channel. What's the, num- what's the channel number again? Channel 88. Hey, channel 88. So go ahead and do it. Now, ad lib it. You're a professional. You do this every day. Uh, when did you change formats? I, show- <laughs> I always thought the show was about nonsense and chit-chat. Why would I want to be a guest anymore? And you're laughing over the promo, so it doesn't work again. That wasn't the promo. It's supposed to be sincere oh, and have meaning, and you're supposed to speak in reverent tones about me. <laughs> that, was, that was entirely sincere. I actually thought this show was nonsense and chit-chat. All right, uh, do you want to talk football? Yeah, let's talk football. So much for the promo. Yeah, I'm there, trying to get promos. There it goes. Yeah. What the hell's the matter with you, just man? Just take the whole thing. Okay. All right, we'll edit it. Robin's going to spend all weekend. Yeah, Robin's yeah. going to spend all weekend down here in the wine cellar. I got to <laughs> edit that Bruce Murray promo and get it on for Monday's show. <laughs> I'll come up with better material later. All right, now. Yeah. You get all these guys on. You got the draft. Everybody's going crazy. The NFL is still cranking. Nobody yeah. stopped anything. The schedule's going to be released. And then, of course, I love the PR guy promo. I mentioned it a little earlier before you came on, the NFL PR guy, about if there's technical difficulties during the draft, they will stop the clock and then fix whatever the problems are. Yes, exactly. We didn't expect that. By the way, I know you want to get serious, but I don't know if you saw Dan Graziano's tweet about they're going to do this mock draft, check the technology. 
And I love Dan, but he said, we want to be clear that they're probably not going to be using the actual picks in this year's draft. It may be like Washington drafts Joe Theismann and Cincinnati drafts Boomer Theismann. And I'm thinking, did they really need to let us know that they aren't going to be drafting the actual players this year so they don't tip their hands five days in advance? Is that important knowledge to have at this point as they check the technology? I hate to do it to them, but I have to give them the first one of these of the day because, you know, on this show when somebody, makes, somebody screws up, it could be honest or it could be, uh, you know, just purposely done. You get one of these, Bruce. And I got to give Dan Graziano <coughs> one of these. Why would anybody want to hear a mock draft with players from the past? You know, well, they do the, if we redraft, re repick the right, NBA right, right. draft of 2011, yeah. what would happen? Yeah, I, I, want, I want that mock draft, though. See, this is how simple my life has become. I would like a mock draft of the historical figures so I can reevaluate how bad they were with some of the picks that were made. Then we'd That's have to put Joe Theismann yeah. back on and do the whole Theismann versus Theismann and exactly. the Heisman. And I, and I love Joe. But then everybody would have to have Joe on to see whether or not he was picked in the right spot this year. <laughs> exactly right. Well, and you know, that, you know that conversation can go on for a long time. Well, speaking of mock drafts, I was yeah. reading somewhere the other day that uh, uh, the mock drafts are going to be more wrong this year than ever. Did you have you heard things like that? I think Ian Rappaport actually tweeted that he, he spoke to a general manager who said, "You think the mock drafts are always wrong? This year they're going to be the worst ever." Uh, l- let me say this, Harry, and and I, I say this every year. Anybody who thinks they can execute these things accurately, and I'm asked to do them, and I do them somewhat—I don't want to say tongue in cheek—I try my best, knowing full well that there's an absurdity to the whole thing. Um, every year, they, people are way off. I mean, we sit here with certainty. Last year, the Oakland Raiders took Cleveland Farrell with the fourth pick in the draft because everybody saw that one coming. Right. Or the Giants taking Daniel Jones with the sixth pick in the draft. And once one thing goes off the rails, everything goes off the rails. We can make our assumptions of what this team's needs are. Here's what I would tell you. There are two picks in the draft I'm fairly certain of, the first and the second. Exactly. Mm. After that, that's when the draft starts. And if you get five right in the first round – I think you've had a good mock draft. I find these things to be an, an exercise in futility, and I say that as somebody that oftentimes has to do them. Hmm. And I just did one for my podcast, by the way, on the SiriusXM app. Which you can get for free now right through um, May 15th. Yeah, Exactly. Did so, you know about my podcast, guys? I didn't you know did. you had a podcast. Yeah. Why uh, do you have a podcast right. if you have a show every day? I don't have any idea. They said, can you do some podcasts? I said, sure. <laughs> it was, it's in my contract. But wait a minute. If there was ever yeah. a year where you needed all of these mock drafts and filler programming right. and fake drafts and, uh, and virtual drafts. Redrafts. And redrafting yeah. the team. ESPN did an NBA hypothetical the other day based on, you know, what would happen if CP3 was drafted here? Right. And then, so that's what we're doing on these shows, except on this show, we don't resort to that kind of fluff and nonsensical polls that people just put up there because they have nothing else to talk about. We talk right. about bats. We talk about <laughs> bats. Who's your favorite bat, by the right. way? Today is Bat Appreciation Day, right. Bruce. Y- you resort to all other nonsensical <laughs> fluff to get through your day as opposed to that nonsensical fluff. It's bad. Uh, I don't make the hashtag. Somebody came up with Bat Appreciation Day. And I, came I don't even up, know what that means. Well, what is bad appreciation? What because, does that mean? Because people are, you know, because of the stuff. Of the vi- You've heard of this Wuhan virus or the Chinese or the I'm coronavirus? Not, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with it. Right, I'll, I'll tell you, but you have to go listen to the serious. Go listen to POTUS channel on Sirius XM. <laughs> They'll fill you in on that, okay? Right <laughs> yeah. now, I can't fill you in on that because I'm not an uh, epidemiologist. <laughs> Or an well, oncologist, you're, you're, or a... you're, you're the 
first guy who's not an expert that doesn't have an opinion on what's going on and how to deal with it medically. Why would that stop you? Everybody else is. Right. <laughs> you played a gynecologist I, once. Yes, I have. Same. I played doctor many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. But that's in the privacy of my own home, not yeah. on national radio. And it's consensual. <laughs> no, seriously, Bruce. When you look at this, mock drafts, I don't do them. I don't do yeah. them for any sport. Because you're right, but you know R.J., our buddy R.J. in Vegas, R.J. Bell? R.J. Bell, Bell yeah, yeah. He has put one up for every single pick in the entire seven rounds of the oh. draft. Oh. And I love uh, R.J. How soon will he have to rip that thing a up? A seven-rounder? He did all wow. seven rounds of a mock draft. <laughs> I've seen others do it, and I can't help but feel bad for them. That's my first reaction, like... Boy, it just must be awful to live inside that brain when you're willing to put together seven rounds of a mock draft. And how fast does it get ripped up? It gets ripped up as fast as I rip up my NCAA pool on Thursday. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, there aren't too many things that happen in the universe faster than that. This one will be very close. That's what happens when Las Vegas gets shut down, Tony. Exactly. You, did, you do a seven-round mock draft. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's it. I love all the people that are writing, this is a way for Las Vegas to get back some of the lost money that wasn't wagered. They'll put out draft wagers, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I'm signing up for. <laughs> Give me 20 on Carolina with the seventh pick and Derek Brown. I have a better thing to bet on. You bet on the last dance documentary. You know there's be- you can bet on that? On the Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary, which is going to start 9 o'clock on Sunday night on ESPN, right. you can bet on things like, will it win an Emmy Award, the documentary? <laughs> I know one thing it'll win, an ESPY. It's a lock for oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't have That's off the board right now. You can't bet on whether right. the Michael Jordan documentary will win an ESPY Award. Okay. It will win every ESPY Award next year. Am I going to lose my sports fan card for admitting this? And you can wager on this. Will Bruce Murray watch all ten episodes? I can tell you right now. Probably not. There's a chance to, to cash in some chips. Do I lose my sports fan card by saying that out loud? Yes, because you're a Knicks fan, and the Knicks suck, and they I'm haven't not, won I'm since 73, <laughs> and you're bitter and broken because that great Knicks team, which was in the mix back then in the 80s, uh, listen, with Patrick no, Ewing could no, never even sniff uh, a championship. I, I feel obligated almost every 60 seconds to stop you and correct you. <laughs> I, I mean, for God's sakes, Tony, do a little research background, get your people on this. Nets fan. Grew up 20 minutes from the Nassau Coliseum, Wendell Ladner, Julius Irving, uh, the ABA, the Knicks. I didn't pay attention to the NBA until the, Jets, the Nets joined it in 77. Wow, that's good ABA knowledge. Yeah, that is How about that? I'll yeah. give you a pass there. But everybody from New York's, and you know, it's like, you know, it's like when you go to the Bay Area, everybody's a Warriors fan. No. Well, that's the only team they have. But you got to be either no. a Giants fan or an A's fan. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, you got to be either a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan. In New York, you know the story, Yankees or Mets. And so yeah. it's hard for me to keep track of all of my New York friends yeah. and which particular teams they suck up to. <laughs> well, Nets, from, Nets and Islanders. And, Harry, listen, what, you want to sit down and talk Billy Melchione, uh, <laughs> oh, Larry yes. Keenan, uh, Billy Poltz. We oh. can sit down. Early 70s Nets, I'm a home run on that subject. Oh, I love the ABA. Don't get me wrong, man. Dr. J, the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. Certainly not only in the NBA, but yeah. in the NBA. And didn't, yeah. didn't both Keenan and Paltz end up with the Spurs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is good. We're going to do what. an NBA mock draft yeah. soon. Hey, well, how about this? Billy Paltz's nickname. Come on. What do you got? Mm. I don't know. I'm out. The, the Whopper. The Whopper. Whopper. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, my, that's my Tinder handle, by the way. I mean, I, I, I think he stole it from me. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a little lawsuit here. I think it came before you, but Billy Paltz was the 
No, I have it trademarked. I have the trademark on it. Right. Just like Dan Patrick has the, you know, the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I got the Whopper. And I believe even Burger King will will actually say, you know what, Tony, you were first. Yeah, we will no longer royalties on every on every impossible whopper that they sell, <laughs> which I am officially a fan of, by the way. Even though we've totally digressed from anything you wanted to talk what, about. What is that? The one that's not meat? Yeah, right? that's yeah. the plant-based yeah. stuff. Yeah, the yeah. only plant-based stuff that I want is weed, and I don't yeah, even I, smoke it. Yeah, I smoke it. Well, I, I put it in stuff that can be edibles. But <laughs> that aside, you're on a keto diet, and you and you you're not trying the impossible. I mean, come on. No, I don't eat any fake meat stuff. I, you know, the, on the keto diet, you can eat real meat. I'm you can eat fake. turkey. You I'm can eat beef. As long as it's not processed. And bacon. Most importantly, bacon. bacon. You can eat bacon. You can eat pork, chicken, veal, I'm, beef. I'm, I don't eat any veal, though. I'm eating bacon. You know, we've gone complete vegetarian in this house. Wow. Bacon, Beyond Burgers, Impossible Burgers, Beyond Sausage. It all works. He should be living in the Bay Area. Yeah, exactly. I got to give you one of these, man. (laughs) I knew you when you were a real man. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, you've gone soy boy on me. And that's the problem, Bruce. That's why you're soft now. That's it? What next? A Prius? With the 10th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'll be in a prison. No, that's prison, not, believe me. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's, he's that's a major influencer. That's what he drove. <laughs> All right, last thing, Bruce. Of course, the big question is it t- how many days have you had the airing of grievances in your particular household? Because that seems to be a big thing now with the quarantine. You know, every day, how many days of airing of grievances are we into? You know, this is going to sound very Brady Bunch ish. But we're actually getting along in our household, and there have been very limited times when we felt the need to air grievances. I'm lucky. My kids are older. Uh, they, they started ignoring me long ago. Uh, so outside of having to gather for a meal here and there and an occasional, you know, we did go back. We sat as a family and watched the 1980 Stanley Cup Finals uh, when the Allens beat the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, by the way, what do you mean when Nystrom was offside, that one? Uh, I didn't know. You know, the, there was no replay, and, the, and, the, and you should know this. The, the 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 video is so grainy. He could have been offsized by nine feet. You could have overturned that. <laughs> my my kids are watching this game with me. They're going, "How much time's left in the period?" They must have had better graphics than them. No, that's it. You'd go to break and they put up the score for like ten seconds. You had no idea what was going on in games back then. But we did watch that. But we've actually been getting along in this household. I almost feel bad saying that out loud because I don't have a really good story to tell. <laughs> You can tell it on the next, when's your next show? What time do you, now you're on every day, right, for the most part? Well, not Saturday and Sunday, but Monday through Friday, yes. What time is your show on Sirius XM 88 on the NFL channel? Uh, that would be noon to 3 Eastern time. So right before this show, conveniently. Yeah, right, right before this show, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can count on this kind of entertainment every day for three hours on the East Coast, noon to 3, and 9 to noon on the West Coast. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. put your hands together for a man who once was a producer at ESPN and now has moved on to bigger and better things to dominate the NFL landscape yeah. at Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Did, did, did I hire you at ESPN? No, you didn't hire me. No, I didn't. I tell people that I did. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did we just do, by the way? We did like 12 minutes. No, actually longer than 12. that. We did like 20, man, 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> this is 20 minutes, man. <laughs> I, I, I want to know, when, when do I get an invite back after this conversation? Uh, you, may have, we have, depending uh. on, you may come back every day, Bruce. <laughs> depending on how this segment rates in the real world, right. we'll go to our PPM meters and all of our graphics and all of our uh, – we'll get the doctor. Dr. Fauci will check in to see whether or not you, you made it over the curve. 
if you've uh, flattened the curve and all the other things that we need to know. No, seriously, man. Love having you on, man. We're always a lot of fun. We'll talk to you soon, Bruce. Send Thanks me that time. data. Send me that data. I want to know. And, and promote my Twitter because I don't have any followers. What's your Twitter handle? At Bruce Murray NFL. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. R M U R R A Y. Send out a tweet. Uh, Harry, you got what, 40,000? Yeah. Tony, 60? Send out a tweet with me in it or something like that. Yeah. Can we do that? We'll yes, do that. Yes, and I yeah. also have at Bruce yeah. Murray NFL on the screen on the Twitch channel so everybody oh, there can see come it. Come on, man. Wonderful. Yeah. Who That's else wonderful. is giving you this love? We'll if, I, if I can get two followers every time I'm on your show, I'll come back as often as you'd like. All right, we got a break. Get out of here. We'll tweet right, the podcast in segment. Bruce Murray. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but I love him anyway. We're coming right back. That was hysterical. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one football question. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 you got to get him to do that, though. That, that promo. Yes. That was hilarious. What was it that he chit-chat? Chit-chat and nonsense. Chit-chat and nonsense. Let me write it down and I'll text him. Chit-chat and Nonsense. Three hours of chit chat. <laughs> 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 Jeff Bruder, the show is out of control today. I mean, isn't it mostly though? It's like, you know what the show is? It's you know it's a how show like, about nothing. No, like, no, they already did you know, that. It's you know Seinfeld. how like yeah. there's a you have a pot of water on the stove and it starts to percolate and it's just you're just waiting for it to boil that's this show all the time it's constantly just percolating and you don't know if it's going to boil and boil over and be a mess no we always catch it before it goes over the top you know when you have the water boiling and then it looks like it's going to go over the top and then you catch it just in time (laughs) yep Oh, well, what a dink! Is he running my promos on his damn show? I'm sure. Yours are running all over the place. But we need to send out some new ones. I have those the, the, today. We did them last night. We, we did them last night, but um, the, the shell that Sirius sent over included verbiage in there, and you guys said it, and so it didn't quite fit. So why didn't you tell me there was a shell? I didn't get the shell until after you guys already recorded it. Not Shell Capadia. <laughs> Deconrad in Vegas. No, this is a massive fire. Not and a then Clarky Bob says, this show is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But you can't stop eating them. <laughs> I can. If I get one that I don't like. I know. You'll spit it out. I'll spit that some bitch right. Or I'll put What's it back that? together and put it back in the box. If what? I just take a little bite of box of chocolates. Yeah, mm-hmm. Now they no. tell you at you least. You don't put it back in the box, no, do you? Yeah, he will. Yeah? He'll do, oh, he'll do that because he knows I'm like, if it's something he doesn't like, that I might like it. Then uh, I'll, 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 I mean, you no, know. Now you notice on boxes of chocolates, they actually have on the. What, what's in them? You know, like, this one. Yeah. This one have nuts in like it. Like the Whitmer, Whitman sandwich, yeah. right? Yeah, it'll tell you. It's yeah. like it's like a there's like a, a, a map. Toffee or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. want any of that toffee. Yeah. Tony doesn't want, like caramel toffee. I just want nuts. He likes nuts. He likes dark, dark chocolate. I'm not big on caramel either. I'm not really? either. Yeah. Oh, I love caramel. And I'm I'm a bigger milk chocolate person. Milk and white chocolate. Fifty-seven nineteen. Oh, that was the same as yesterday. No, it was fifteen, but then we changed it to nineteen. I can go between 15 and 19 and be okay. As long as it's hard out at 19. 
Himmel Rover 1977. Dick in a box? Yes. Did you know that you can send? Not Shell's wonderful world of golf. <laughs> it's supposed to be an insult. <laughs> and I'm, there's somebody somewhere, I think it was like three years ago, sent us a box of dicks, which were like. A bag of dicks. No, it was a, oh, no, it was a, a bag, bag of, of dicks. It was a bag of dicks. And it was like little gummy bears in the shape of penises. Mm. And Tony had them sitting up on the shelf for at least six months. And um, one day I, I had a major, major sugar fix. Mm -hmm. And, and you I need, ate the bag of dicks. I, well, I was like, I wonder how they taste. Because if they're an insult, you would think that they would taste horrible, right? Mm -hmm. But they were actually really good. <laughs> they were like some of the best gummies I've ever had. I only take the tea, uh, the... Uh, the, the, the stoner gummies. Oh, yeah. But the now edible gummies. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. As you can see, this is your serious thinking person's uh, program. We haven't done a poll in a couple of days. You know, I was going to do a poll every day, Harry, but we don't need a poll every day. Well, you, no, we did uh, two or three of them this week. Yeah, I know, but it's too tiring to do polls. Then you have to type stuff and well, put it up there. I'll do it. You want to do a poll? Yeah. What's the poll question? I have a good one. I, I said it earlier today. What is it? Your favorite bat. And yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Because We've done three bat polls, though. No, we haven't. Yeah, bats this isn't about rats. Eating. No, but that's eating. That's, that's edibles. This is about your favorite bat, and there's so many possibilities. It's not like whether you like a, a, a fruit bat or – you can do that. You can do actual real bats mm -hmm. or favorite bats. And I got some favorite bats here, Harry. How about – well, certainly Batman is number one on the list of yeah. your favorite bats. But, but there there's was, a lot of different Batman. There was Batman. different Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Batman. Is it Batman's? Batman's? Is it Batman's or So then or you Batman? have to specify which Batman is your favorite Batman. Exactly. Christian Bale, George Clooney. Yes. Oh, that, no. Def definitely not George. Sorry, George. Um, I love you, but that was horrible. Michael, Michael Keaton Michael, was Batman. Michael he Keaton was good. was good. He was good. I like yeah, Michael he was good. Keaton. See, now you're getting, well, these are, this is a, some of the examples of people thinking. Mm -hmm. And so I put together a list because people were sending me bat pictures. Yeah. And my boy, Eric Cohen, was one of the most erudite thinkers on this program. You know what he had? Bat Masterson. Oh, yeah. Gene Barry. The character. Yeah, it was a black and white TV show, Western. The Cowboy Bat Masterson. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great Bat. Was right he like there. a gunfighter or yeah. something? Like I'd never heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Of course Robin didn't hear of it. It was black and white. Well, when I think of Bat, I don't think of a Bat. I think of Pat the Bat. Pat the Bat Burl? Yeah. I got some other good ones. Well, Wonder Boy is the best, greatest Bat of all time, Harry. Is it not? Um, yeah, now didn't that little kid make it for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, little bad right. boy. Yeah. Was he the bad boy in the I think movie? He, I think he was. Now I can't find my playlist, Robin. Oh, I, I have it. it right here. I have it right here. You know what? When I see... No, not that song. That's Bad Out of Hell, of course, <laughs> which is also good, by yeah. the way. Meatloaf? That's another good bad. It's a big album. I don't know about the song so much. Well, yeah, this... Paradise by the Dashboard yeah, Light, yeah, I yeah. think, Those really were made biggest, this, But the album, album was called Bad Out of Correct, Hell. Correct, yeah. And so since it's a bat theme, Bad Out of Hell works. But this is the original Batman theme, which I still think everybody... Oh, yeah. This is the TV version. I used to watch this. Every day. Yeah. I love this show. Kapow! Mm -hmm. 
whack. Flack. Sock. Pow. Bam! I think that's where Emerald got it from initially. <laughs> Was that right? Zing! Commissioner Gordon. That is the greatest campy version of Batman of all time. I mean, it was a staple every day. On well, TV. that was Adam West, right? Adam yes. West, yes. I think he's probably my favorite because also on that original cool show. Thing. He had the cool, smarmy faction of Batman. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? And right. on that show was also my favorite Catwoman. Like a swinging 60s Batman yeah. kind yeah. of thing, I mean, thing, he had right? the bat, the, the bat yeah. suey. Remember the dance? The bat suey? Yeah. The, uh, the Catwoman on that was hot. Yes. What was her name? Somebody will come up with it. Well, really there were a couple of Batman. Yeah, there was like four Catwomen. Yeah. There was Eartha Kitt. There Eartha was Julie, Kitt. That's the Julie one Newmar. Julie Newmar. Yeah. And then She's there's the one, one or two more of them. Yes. Julie Newmar was just. Yeah, she was smart. But woo. Eartha Kitt Eartha was Eartha Kitt was great. Because she did that. Yeah. Better than any of them. I love when a chick does that. <laughs> they don't she do could that also anymore. sing to you in French. Who, Eartha Kitt? Which is pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, who was Robin? Lee Merriweather. That's another good poll. Pat Kaneem with Lee Merriweather was another Batwoman oh, on really? the Batman TV show. It's great Lee Merriweather knowledge. And then uh, Robin was played by a very young, uh, what was his name? And he always had those, uh, holy guacamole yeah. Batman. Yeah, there's actually a, a YouTube channel with all of the holies that he says. Oh, yeah. In the show, somebody actually edited out every single word, every single usage of holy what Batman. But then there's the TV version, the movie version, and I would suggest that this is probably the best movie Batman theme. I'm going to uh, fast forward it a little yes. bit here. You ready for it here? Burt Ward. Burt oh, Ward. Oh, that's right. Okay. Is he still alive? I think he's still alive. Obviously, Adam West, we lost him a couple of years ago. Uh, he is still alive. He is 74 years old. Adam West was quite the uh, swordsman back in the day. Absolutely. Is this the best Batman movie theme? It's not hitting me. It's coming up. It gets bigger. Yeah. This is Danny Elfman. I love Danny Elfman. Boingo, boingo, man. Now, this is the part you hear in the movie. Listen. Do I have to play air violin now? Which Batman was this? This was the original Batman. The one, this was in all of them primarily. Oh, okay. In variations of. It's good bat knowledge right there. What about uh, the most famous Bat Boy? And it's not the kid from The Natural. Not MC the Hammer Boy? was a Bat Boy yes, for, for the, the Oakland A's. That is great. Wow, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. But a lot of the great bats, I saw George Brett's pine tar bat. Mm -hmm. Remember against the Yankees? Oh, yeah, he went ballistic. Oh, absolutely. Do you know that that bat, it was, I was back in 1983. It was a regular season game between the Kansas City Royals and the Yankees. Everybody mm -hmm. thought it was a playoff game, but it wasn't. Well, because they met in the playoffs so many times exactly. back in that era. Yeah. So the bat, and then they confiscate the bat. He goes out and goes crazy. Then that bat was put in the Hall of Fame. And then somehow it got auctioned off. And then he bought it back from the guy who won the auction, mm. George Brett. And I don't know if it's back in the Hall of Fame or not. Then you had the Roger Clemens bat. The broken bat that he threw at Mike Piazza. Right. Remember that? That yeah. was in a World Series, I After believe. he buzzed the tower, right? Yeah, that was Mets and Yankees World Series in 2000. Mm -hmm. Roger Clemens on the mound. Mike Piazza. He throws at Piazza. Piazza grabs it. The bat breaks. And he picks up the barrel, the broken part, yeah. and throws it at Piazza. Roid rage. Roid rage. Yeah, and totally. And Piazza <laughs> picks it back up. 
and, and throws it at him. Also Royd Rage. Yeah, definitely Royd Rage. Now, right there, there is another Bat Boy <laughs> that made news all over, and it was one of the most wildly sold fake news in the National Enquirer and all those places, the Bat Boy lot. Oh, no, that was Weekly World News, the number one source of real news. It was Remember that everywhere. It was Weekly it, World News was always in the supermarket, and they had a picture of a kid who was supposedly uh, yeah. a real bat. Yeah, that, that looks really and this, real. And this was so huge that it, they actually made it into a musical. There is mm. Bat Boy the musical. There is? Yes. Bat wow. Boy. And, you know, back then, this was more credible than modern-day news. Now, what but, year was this? this you remember, don't you remember weekly? I think they still publish weekly world news. It would always be in the supermarket in the front. Mm-hmm. And they'd always have the most crazy stories. And they were all fake news. Right. But everybody wanted to believe them. You know what I'm saying? I want to say it was in the 80s. Okay. Um, best, be- that was see. the best fake news ever. Now there's the Babylon Bee, which has mm-hmm. now surpassed the onion when it comes to parody and Well, and that's funny a Twitter stuff. feed, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually a yeah. site, too. Babylon Bee is the best. I follow it. I always retweet their stuff. They're absolutely genius. But the best bat of all time, Harry, I hate to say it. I don't really hate to say it. Uh, it started showing up on shelves in 1979 and continued through 2007. Oh, so they, re- they oh, yeah, recycled they resurfaced the all the time. Yeah. Let's hear. Here's the oh, part. Oh, this is good. This is the best yeah. part of this of this sh- of this song. When he hits one up into the light standards. Yeah. They they shot a lot of those uh, stadium scenes at the old War Memorial Field up in Buffalo, where O.J. Simpson. Used to rum, rumble for the Bills. That's yep, not where he that? killed his wife no, and no, Nicole no, no, and no. the other. That men, was yeah. in a. Yeah. That was in his back LA, alley. Yeah. Meanwhile, still ahead this hour, Chris Landry, NFL scout, will have his mock draft for us. We'll take more of your calls, and then later on, if you want to laugh for a change, the Love Master himself, the great Craig Shoemaker, will join us later on in the show. So stick around, relax, put your feet up, self-distance. And stick around. It's Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin. We are all having fun with you all afternoon long. Don't be shy. Stick around and come right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you shy? I'm shy. What year was this? What, when did this come out? 85, maybe. Kaja who? Yeah. 84. You know, I was still... This this was popular because it came out in Europe first, I think. So this was popular when I was in my clubbing days. Actually, 83. Okay, so I was. And then by the time I came here to the U.S., it had a resurgence. Or maybe it was the other way around. I forget. I do remember going to clubs... Quite often. Kaja Gugu? Yes. Not Kasha Serial, though. That's. Uh... Did, did any of these, these band members go on to anything else? Did they do any other? Ah, Never Ending Story. The, so the lead Yeah, so sang. the lead singer of lead Kaja Gugu did that Never Ending Story song. What is that? It's from that movie. The Never Ending Story. And it had like a big flying dog dragon thing. Yeah, my kids. Kid. That was my kids' oh, wheelhouse era. Yeah. That no stuff idea. was huge. That was a great movie, Aaron. Yeah, my I kids highly were... recommend it.
Scrabble Joe, picturing Miss Robin snorting lines on the bathroom counter to this song. Oh, come on, man. Nope, I never did. I, I did. I, I did not. I have never partaken of any uh, white powder. Although, although I do know how it tastes. I, I don't like the way it smells. I mean, that's why I, I never I really did it. I kissed somebody once that had just uh, done a couple lines, and it's nasty. It tastes like real sour. Blech. Gee, thanks a lot, Robin. I'm just saying. Did Robin have a two-parent upbringing where they gave her money to club? No. My dad lived in the United States. My mom and I lived in the Netherlands. And clubbing was okay. not as expensive as it is nowadays. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. The Friday Free for All. And yes, before we are done today, Harry, we once again must start the weekend. We have enough just to get us through this program. Maybe. The bottle of Tito's handmade vodka. How many times distilled, Harry? Six. Six times distilled. How many proof? 80. That's 80. 80 yeah. proof. I was going to offer to, or Harry to go shopping in our liquor cabinet if mm -hmm. he was that desperate because he had to buy stuff on the black market to get himself Got through. Got some yesterday. But, oh, did you get a delivery? Oh, yeah. But I, I, I don't think that we have enough up there to actually <laughs> hold them over. You have provisions? Now, have you properly provisioned? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. Hey, Tony, we have somebody on the phone right now who's been uh, chomping, chomping at, the at the bit to get on. He is an old friend. Most of our listeners are chomping at the bit. If is this an open phone Friday? This is open phones Friday. Okay. I mentioned uh, Chris Landry, NFL scout, will join us this hour. And we're going to go to the phones. We're going to the phones right now. I believe this man's out in the 415. I believe his name. I was actually talking about him when we had Gary Radnich on. Correct. Last week in our first week. And I was ripping him. And now all of a sudden he, he's all upset about stuff. No, he's – he, he, you were ripping him for not having called in yet. Well, he's finally doing it, Tony Bruno. Rich, you better have breaking news from 415 Media out there in the Bay Area. Because, you know, we always like to have the West Coast. We had Tim Cates on. Yeah. This isn't just a, you know, East Coast bias no. show. Because no. they always talk about ESPN and all the networks are based in New York or yeah. the East Coast. And the West Coast people never get love. No, this is nationwide, including the flyover states that it, never exactly. get any love. It, we love the flyover states. But let's go to the 415. And you know what area code that is, Harry? That's the San Francisco Bay Area. Not to be confused with the Oakland area code, which is what? That's 510. Damn right. That's great. Now let's go to Rich Lieberman in the 415. Rich, what's going on today, man? Hey, Tony and Robin and Harry, how are you? Great. Beautiful, man. I'm, uh, I'm having a rough time of it before I do my shtick. I... Uh, that's why I wanted to get on the show. So you guys probably thought I was like Harry uh, Rupert Pumpkin or something. You know, I can't get women at all. This is my only shot at women. Is to know? be on this show? <laughs> yeah, the, Tony, the last time I was with a woman was at the Statue of Liberty. Oh! I mean, it's rough. How it's rough out there. How rough. I, I is thought, he warming up for the yeah, love master? Yeah, are you the opening no, act no, for Craig I mean, Shoemaker? <laughs> Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah the love a, master. He's coming on today at 520. No, I know, I know. I saw him out here at the punchline. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's a great friend, too. He's not just a client. He's also a friend. No, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to, you know, I didn't mean to give Robin and, and you know, all your affiliates trouble. I just, you know, I haven't had this much this, this, this trouble getting on a show. I used to be big time. Now I do feel like Rupert Pupkin, for God's sake. Now who is, I don't know who Rupert Pupkin is. You remember the movie with Robert De Niro and Jerry Lewis? Remember, uh, what was that movie? It was a big time movie. Rupert De Niro Jerry, oh, and Oh, the comic? Lewis. Comic, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the, co- the, the comedian, the comic, where De Niro's a comedian. Yeah. The king of comedy. The king oh, of comedy. yeah, yeah. That's right. Thank king you. of comedy. Right, I didn't right. have to look it up. I knew it was De Niro was a stand-up guy, right? Yeah. And he wasn't That's a good movie. Tony, you know everything. You're the only person who got the Pete Lecoq reference to uh, Peter Marshall. That is, remember, remember Peter Marshall? The base, it's, Peter Marshall was the host of game shows. Yeah. And his son yeah, was Hollywood the, Squares. Hollywood Squares, the original one. Mm-hmm. And then right. his son was Pete Lecoq who yeah. was a Major League Baseball player. Okay. Name sounds familiar, yeah. but I didn't know they were related. Yeah, it was his son. You know Pete Lecoq's favorite president was, don't you? Uh, I'm afraid to Johnson. ask. Johnson. Who was it? Yeah, but anyway, go jo- ahead. Johnson, which one? <laughs> what do you just, – just go along with the interview. Anyway. Uh, this isn't an interview. We don't do interviews on this show, Yeah, Rich. yeah, yeah. I've never right, done right, interviews. Right. I sit down and have conversations with people. Yeah. Were you guys worried about me? Did you, like, fear that I was, like, a stalker because of that? I, I no, just, I knew I, that a long time ago, Rich. I knew that yeah, when I fine. was actually in San Francisco. And you would right. always call in and talk about meeting at Nate and Al's, that you and, 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 uh, and Larry King would have would nosh Larry regularly at, at, at Nate and Al's. I think they're closing, yeah. right? I heard that yeah, Nate and no, Al's no, Deli uh, is closing in Los Angeles yeah. in Beverly Hills. No, they're going to reopen. But, yeah, they're closed now because the whole – I mean, the whole – where everything's all shut no, down. No, I don't mean for the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. You mean period, like yeah, permanently. They shut it down yeah. for good. No, they, they, no, no, no. There's talk that they might reopen it because the only people that go there now are old Jews like me. So, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that who always went there before right. this? Come on, man. Larry, yeah. Well, Larry, Larry had, you know, issues. He used to go to, to the, the place in Washington, D.C., and then he moved out to, to Beverly Hills, and to, you know, so he could schmooze with Tommy Lasorda and all that. But yeah, and he went to Nate now, and that was their big claim, the claim to fame, and all that. They're going to reopen again, but, but it, it, you know, it's going to take cash now. Even the people in Beverly Hills right now are having problems because of this damn thing. Absolutely, everybody is, 21. man. Yeah, I know it's terrible. Look, it's bad. But you I know what's happening, Rich? I was in- People are uh, opening up. Santa Cruz opened up yesterday. They had yeah, the piers open. The beaches open. Jacksonville opened Jacksonville, today. Florida. And the state of Texas. Texas apparently. is opening up. Again, I'm, I don't tell people what to do. I don't know what's going on in those communities. We just but the people the who run them have a better well, I'm fear. Gonna, I'm going to go down there after this bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in the shower, which is nice. And I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to drive down to Santa Cruz and go up to women and say, you know, the most romantic thing a woman ever said to me in bed was, you sure you're not a cop? Thank now you, you know right. why, Rich. Now All you right, know we'll go why. Ahead. Just, let's redact that. Redact that. Let's go on with the interview or the, whatever the schmooze. Do you want breaking news or anything like that? Yeah, I want, like, I want meat in the show. This isn't just a show where people call up and do bad comedy routines. Leave that up to that us, the that. professionals. That was, what was wrong with that? It was a good line. What was wrong with that? Um, you're doing very, very well. I've got overnight numbers. They're not official, but... You and Robin and Harry, your numbers are off the frickin' chart, for God's sakes. You're like that Tiger Show numbers on, on satellite radio. Sirius made a tremendous hire. 
Well, and I don't you. say that most of the time. I'm very critical, and you know I love you, Tom. No, I, I, I appreciate that, Rich. You've always been my eyes, ears, nose, and throat in the Bay Area and the 415 area code. Not so much the other area codes like the 925 or the 510, but 415, you got that covered. Forget about the th- TMZ, the 30-mile zone. You got that 10-mile zone right there. Not the cow zones, which they sell, of course, in Little Italy, which is closed, too, as well, which really sucks. You know, I wish I had 30 miles on or whatever to rebid their, their money because, you know, everybody gives them crap, but they always get that story right. They're like the Inquirer. People yeah. used to give the Inquirer yes. crap, but they got the story. They're the ones who broke the, you know, the guy, the politician that had the, you know, the affair, the, the, the one that was running for uh, vice president that was, uh, uh, what's his name? You know, the John guy. Which the guy one? That yeah. Which one? They, yeah. even, they even get big st- sports No, they stories, are. They man. used to, People used yeah. to laugh at them, just like they used to. Now, the National Enquirer still is pretty much propaganda. Think, was stuff. he talking about Edwards, the VP? John yeah, Edwards. John Edwards. Yeah. TMZ Edwards. wasn't around when John Edwards was running with John Kerry. No, no, Perry. no. I'm talking about the, the Enquirer broke that story. Oh, the Phil- yeah, the, not the Philadelphia Enquirer. No, they don't the break National anything. Enquirer. The National yeah. Enquirer. Uh, the National Enquirer. And, and 30 miles on, you know, all these, 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 these holier-than-thou jock athletes that do radio shows rip them because they get the story right. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They get ripped, but now because they have such a network of people who are not even real hardcore journalists, anybody with a cell phone could become a journalist now if you're in the right place at the right time. They they changed the game. I'm not even talking about you, Rich. Yeah, I know. All right, we got to (laughs) go. Wait, 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 wait. What do you, so how, how, you guys like this? You guys are making a little bow. You're having a good Tony. You sound rejuvenated. I am really rejuvenated. Do. I'm re-energized. I, I'm not taking any kind of supplements now, isn't it? I'm not on eugenics, no. by the way. The, your girl Frank will like Thomas. it too. Yes. yes. And don't forget, guys, women hey, will I like got it a, too. Yes. I got a, I got a trivia question for you, Tony. I'm good at that because we haven't done trivia. We've done polls, surveys, all the so other normal radio kind of shtick that guys need to talk about when they have nothing to talk about. But go ahead. Was Joe Di- what was Joe DiMaggio's greatest catch? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Very good. Come Tony on, man. Are you working the Catskills, the Borscht Belt? Is that you? You're back. Are you back? You're going to be appearing at the Catskills at a closed club this weekend? Oh, All God. those hotels well, have been torn down, but he's playing there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear this. Hey, uh, are you going to go up and be at the Jack I, I, London I Lodge to, uh, up there in Sonoma? In Glen Ellen, are you going to be appearing there in the back room at the Glen Ellen Lodge in Sonoma, California? Yeah, yeah Gary's going to open for me, too, right? What, what's the place Gary in Mill Radnich. Valley? In Mill Valley? Hey, I yeah. love the interview with uh, Gary Radnich. It was really good, even though you didn't say my last name, but that's all right. Hey, at least I even was thinking of you. You Well, that's, that's your problem. <laughs> all right, you can hey, follow, Rich. Well, How do we follow you for more of this kind of brilliant uh, stuff? It's at... Rich four one five media on Twitter at Rich four one five media. Link. You have my stinking link. You've been you've been quoting me or you've been favoriting my tweet. Rich Lieberman. Like, yeah, but I yeah. want him. So I want him to say it so people. I don't have to go out and tweet it so he can actually say it so people can write it down now. But you know what I always say, Tony. What? Twitter. I didn't even touch her. All right. You know what Harry would say right now? Get out! What's Get out! <laughs> I am God, you're pissed a, off. You're a rough crowd. I know we are. Now get out. Try the veal and get the hell out of here right now. Thanks, there Rich. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, everybody. 
Love a good Borscht Belt reference. You know, whenever you can do some Catskill <laughs> yeah, humor, absolutely. some Pocono Mountain, like heart-shaped tub yep. humor. You know, there's places like that all over the I country. I was up there at the Concord once in the 70s. Did you have that, Which that, room did you pick? That, that was in the Catskills. No, I was like nine years old. Oh, I went okay. up there with my family. It was you awesome. one room? He didn't go you... for the champagne room. No, it, it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a heart-shaped tub or like any kind of theme into the room. <laughs> one of these days, I want to go to one of those places where you can like take a bath in the big champagne glass. Well, they, they just got to one say in ben I did. Salem. That's what I hear. Yeah. Well, I haven't been yet. Would you I, try I wanted... that right now? No. You know how long they would have to do a disinfect those places oh, now after this coronavirus scare? I, I know. All of these places that had people doing all kinds of stuff, and then they'd have some poor maid go in there and wipe it all down, empty yeah. that, the log in the fireplace. You know, they give you one of those, uh, uh, those Duraflame Duraflame Duraflame, yeah. So you can have the, lo- you have the fire going. Right. I'd rather go to the North American Motor Inn on City Avenue. Uh, there you go. All right. That's the kind of thinking that this show represents the regular Americans out there. The hardworking people who keep this country going every single day. Tony, I have to give somebody on Twitch a bump, bump, de bump. Now what? Matt in Livermore saying the world needs Bruno nationally five days a week. What? What do you think we're what on? What do you think we're doing here, Hello? Matt? Are you Hello? sure that's not Joe from Livermore? It's I, Matt from Livermore. It says Matt, Matt in Livermore. No, there's more than one guy in, in Livermore. Yeah, I would. I would. They got this on point. every day, man. Isn't that where Madden lives? Yes, he's Livermore? out there. He pretty yeah. much owns all of Livermore. And oh, he Pleasanton. Does? Pleasanton, Livermore. Danville. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's all of that. That is yeah. great Bay Area now. We haven't right called here. him in a while. I hope he's doing well. I mean, I know Mike, that... Mike from the OC was hanging on for a while. Is he still around? No, I think he's gone. Oh, because he was on hold. Well, we have a lot of, you know, we got I know. this is a busy show here. You think we're just sitting around and kibitzing and wasting time and just filling time till we get out of here? This is a well-planned machine. Begging for phone calls? Not begging for anything. Just to do that bat segment, to pull all those songs. That stuff doesn't just fall from the heavens. No, that takes a lot of prep. I don't have a battery of people putting this stuff together. I like your fleece today. You like that? This is Harry. Harry Mays gave this to me a couple years ago. It's a Nike. It's a Nike Plymouth uh, Golf Course. Now, golf courses are opening up, and so even in Pennsylvania, I'm reading now. Really? Because Wisconsin, Wisconsin opened uh, their golf courses. I saw that today. Free church, uh, free cheese curds at every hole. Yeah. I saw another contraption, though, to take the ball out of the hole. Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, pull some, up, some lever where you actually pull, like take your putter and pull up, and it and brings can, the ball out. Right, none yeah. of that stuff you were talking about the other day where the ball falls into an imaginary hole so you don't have to reach down in there. The PVC piping that yeah, sticks the ball above the ball falls into yeah. the hole, and then there's a contraption where you pull it up with your putter, and the ball comes up, and so you, you just never it touch up. it. You never touch yeah. the hole or anything else. Yeah, that looked pretty good. Exactly. That's what she said. Uh, Chris Landry, he said that too. He's coming up next from LandryFootball.com. We'll get a mock draft and a mock draft light for those of you with half the picks of the regular drafts, less carbs, and less filling. That's still ahead. Stick around. Who is this Philly Cheese 2020? He's a wise guy. He is, and it's just... Picking on, picking on, picking on. Um, so the next we have Chris Landry. Let's try texting him now just to make sure that he is there and everything's working. So I'm going to get off headset for a second. You got an NBA update? Yeah. 
Not the horse uh, finale last night. No. Even bigger than that? They're going to get uh, a withholding pay. They're going to withhold 25% of each player's paycheck beginning May 15th. Oh. There's going to be a riot. How's LeBron going to make it? How's he going to be able to make it through this ordeal? He's going to have to call, you know, President Xi for a loan to front him some up money. You don't get borscht belt humor on any other show these days. We're on every day. We've been off the rails for oh, oh, over an hour and 15 minutes on this show. You've got to be serious at least for 10 seconds. We're on serious. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Minnesota golf is open. You play the optic orange until all the snow is gone, Harry, when you're playing out there. <laughs> Do you ever play on a course that had snow on it? Harry? No. No. It's bad enough with leaves in the fall. I know. And then you hit a ball, then you can't find it. Yeah. It's like right near the green. And also because that's the time when the sun is at that level yep. where you, you, it's really tough to find yep. golf balls. Yes. Sure. Yep. This is a funny story. The writer for the L.A. Times, we got to do that one, too. The deputy fashion editor of the Los Angeles Times wrote a column, which, which I agree with most of the stuff he said. Because we were talking about this fashion the Fashion editor? Day. Okay. He's the deputy fashion oh. editor, not even the main fashion editor. Okay. And he writes a story about people wearing casual clothing. Remember we were talking about the judge that, pissed, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. ripped all the lawyers who were actually doing court sessions from their homes in bed and topless. Topless. Yeah. Guys were topless. Women were in bed. Robin, your headsets are making a ton of noise. So. so this is what the guy looks like. Yeah. Who wrote this story, ripping people. For wearing sweatpants, sweatshirts, and obscure minor league baseball caps while working from home. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. Kevin Kincaid. Oh, yeah, everybody's ripping it. With Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. Of course we're having fun. I will have fun no matter what's going on. And that's what, you know, that's what I've been doing my whole career. And so, yes, this show will continue after we're all back to real sports. This isn't just some, like, 
rain delay theater yeah. while the regular game gets back on. Like an interim show. Exactly. Yeah, this isn't a part-time, we're only around for a couple of weeks, and as soon as sports comes back, we're gone. It's not how it works. You know what we do. We give you good information, and we have fun. And when you talk about good information, Harry, there are really, really, really good people out there who do this for a living. Everybody's got a mock draft now. But not many of them are like Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com, a guy I've been talking to for decades who still does it and does it as well as anybody, if not better than most. Chris Landry joins us, draft expert. How are you, Chris? Tony, how are you? Are you behaving, or is just that a foolish question to even ask? Yeah, you know that. That's that's <laughs> that should actually that should automatically disqualify yeah. you from being on the show, Chris. For you to <laughs> that's bring right. That that's right. Why do you even ask that? I'm I'm I'm, I'm too. I'm too punch drunk from the draft to even know better. So, but well, it's good to talk with you, man. Good to hear from you. You too, man. It's great to hear you again. And of course, you still be. It doesn't matter what's going on. How many drafts have you done now? So people know who don't know already of just how seriously you take this and how long you've been doing this. Well, my first my first draft I was ever involved in was as a part time scout in 1982, and uh, I was a young college coach at LSU, and then. Um, you know, I got into the NFL and uh, worked for years and years. And uh, we, you and I obviously got to know together. When I, my parents got ill and I, I left the Titans, the, the Oilers slash Titans, I moved back home. And I did consulting work for NFL teams and still do that. And did, um, did some part-time stuff with the radio, with, uh, uh, with you and, and others uh, at Fox Radio and other entities. And I'm still doing consulting work for teams, so it's been been quite a while doing it. And they've got the website LandryFootball.com where we provide that kind of a true NFL draft boards, which look different than what you see on websites. But kind of how many first round grades and whatnot. Just been since 1982. Been a been a long time. Absolutely. And you, you mentioned you still consult for teams. So people always think if a guy works for some teams, because we saw this in baseball with the Jessica Mendoza thing at ESPN. She was consulting for the Mets. And then so she would do games on ESPN on Sunday nights. Conflict of interest. Yeah, the whole conflict. Thing. You don't yeah. get any of that stuff because you're not telling people who to pick. You're just doing what due diligence, which is this is who I think the team's going to take and this is the best fit. Because we all know not everybody gets mock drafts. Solid, especially after the second pick in this draft. It looks like it's going to be wild and crazy, right? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, look, the, the reason why I've, I've continued to do is because it's allowed me to stay involved in a lot of aspects of football. So I do a lot of coaching search work. I do a lot of work with college programs on recruiting and evaluating and teaching college programs how to – uh, how to set up their recruiting board. And I do a lot of, uh, not, not so much this year with obviously no travel and the circumstances we're all dealing with, but I help a lot of pro teams with their scouts and the training and how to uh, properly set up draft boards and do things that we've done over the years. So it's a lot of that. And, no, it's not about, well, you know, let me tell you who you should take. The thing I always try to specify out of maybe a, you know a handful of players in every draft it's about how a player is going to fit or not fit into a scheme. It's like going onto a car lot. You know, if you're looking, if you're a soccer mom looking for a minivan, you're not going to be interested in the pickup. Just like the guy that's maybe on a farm that wants a pickup, not going to be interested in a sports car or a minivan. So it's understanding that like, this, this guy is a really good zone corner, and this is where he's got high second-round value, but 
that's for a team that, you know, like a Seattle that plays with long corners, that plays a lot of zone. team that's going to play a lot of man is not going to really want that. And so all these stuff about that you see and read that, well, these are the best players at this position. Why did my team take this guy? He was rated so high on this. That's, that's fallacy. That's not real because it doesn't really fit do you want to do. Chase Young can play for anybody. You know, a quarterback, you know, that's an elite guy. Can, but a lot of guys, it's about how they fit or don't fit for their team. Chris, what do you think uh, is the best fit for Tua? You know, I think there are a few spots. I don't think there's one. I think that Miami, I think the Chargers, I think anybody that's looking for a quarterback to lead their franchise, he could be that guy. Now, in terms of is it going to be for any quarterback, two or anyone, the team that could do the best job around them, meaning building a team around them, weapons, uh, all those things are important. You can take the best quarterback – and if you put them in a bad situation where you're changing coordinators every two, three years, you're changing head coaches and systems, you don't have good protection, you don't have good weapons at receiver, that guy is not going to be as good as the guy that's, that's maybe a lesser talent that is in better situations around them. So whoever is able to do that. But I think that you know Miami and the Chargers would be fits. I mean, I think Jacksonville, I think there's a lot of places. You've got to decide with Tua is – are you concerned about the frailty of his body? Do you think that his body makeup is going to be an issue staying healthy going forward? Not is he going to get over the hip injury. That's going to be fine. But is he, is he more prone to injuries than others? And that's where your medical staff has to make certain determinations. That's tough. And we all know they make mistakes, too. Drew Brees was thought of as a guy that was in the league that was not a good fit because coming off the shoulder and injury. And by the way, it was not just the Dolphins doctors. It was Dr. James Andrews. You guys all know who he is. He's the guy that did the surgery on him and said, Nick, I don't. I would not sign him. Now, he kind of backs off of that now, but that just the doctors make mistakes too, and we never know. So, I think two will be fine. It's just whether he can have a long, doable career. That's the biggest question mark with him. Chris Landry, Chris Landry Football. It's LandryFootball.com, NFL scout. He has his mock draft, and you can get that. And we now are pretty much everybody's in consensus that we know the first two picks are locked in. Joe Burrow is going to go number one. And obviously, Chase as you mentioned, Young. Chase Young. I mean, the, the Washington Redskins should fold, cease operations if they don't take him at number two. <laughs> But the bottom line is, from three on down, it seems like most people are thinking that's where the whole thing can start moving as far as trading down, and Miami wants to trade up, and, you know, this team's going to trade down. Is that where you think this draft starts making the first move will be made at three? I do, because even though the Giants are in the same position, if you're a team like Miami, like the Chargers, if you want to secure a quarterback, so people have told me, well, why does Miami need to move up to get a quarterback? One will likely be there at five. Well, there might be. Which one do they want? They want one of the one more than the other of the two that are going to be available, assuming Burrow's going one, as you mentioned. I think that's going to happen. So if you're Miami, yeah, one of them could be there at five. But is it a surety? I mean, is it could the Chargers move up to three and get them? Now, I say could move up. 
to four with the Giants. The Giants are having a hard time creating leverage for their pick right now because why would you move up to four if you can move up to three for basically the same price and prevent somebody from jumping you uh, into the third spot if you're there with the Giants? So the Giants are only going to have leverage if, if the Lions take their pick and the quarterbacks are still on the board. Then the Giants, I think, would have leverage in trade conversations. So you're dealing with a team like Miami that's trying to figure out, are we going to need to move up and we've got extra picks to do so to secure our quarterback or do we stay put? And do they prefer Tua? Do they prefer Herbert? There's some in the organization that prefer one over the other and some see it the opposite way. So it's going to be interesting to see, and that's where the intrigue is going to start. Who's the first uh, wide receiver off of your board, and how early? I think it's probably going to be Jerry Judy, but it wouldn't shock me if somebody said, I love Henry Ruggs' speed a little bit more. Um, I think C.D. Lamb is good, but I think he would probably go second or third of that group and then Justin Jefferson. How early? Boy, I think it could be, you know, uh, inside the top ten, but as I see a run on things, it could be around that nine-ish, tenth in that area. Then I think that's where we're going to see the run. I think what we're going to see is, you know, the quarterbacks, and then I think we're going to see uh, the Giants maybe take offensive line or an impact defensive guidelines will take one uh, a, a defensive player. And, and the whole key is if the Lions can move back two spots and still get. The, uh, the same guy they would take you three, that would be great. But then, you know, what would the Chargers do if, if they're not able to get quarterback? That might be interesting as well. So I would say that we could probably see it as early as seven, eight. But in that range, I think, is where we're going to start to see the, the receivers uh, start to come off the board. Now, Chris, we still have three you know, top-name quarterbacks sitting out there without a job. And so do you foresee prior to this draft going on or even during the draft – that those guys have to fit into some spot where the Cam Newton out there, you know, even Joe Flacco, who's a veteran guy, obviously I don't know he's going to start anymore, but would teams take a flyer on those guys rather than take a risk with a quarterback that they may, they may like but not love before they make a draft pick? Well, I think how it's going to play out, Tony, is teams obviously have guys that they would prefer in, that they may like in the draft. Some are not going to be able to get them. So what is that going to do for the veteran guys is – the teams that are able to draft that guy, well, then pretty much that's going to eliminate, um, you know, those teams for those uh, veteran candidates. But the ones that don't, then I think that's where the market's going to pick up for those players. It could happen during the draft. Absolutely we could see it. Uh, but not, not obviously uh, it's going to be tough, I think, in some cases in a trade situation you could get something done. But it is a little bit more complex to get a long-term deal done. So if it's a free agent, that's probably going to come after the draft. And if you don't get your quarterback, then that's going to give you the opportunity. We know that it's the combination of the draft coming and the fact that some of those guys, you've got to get a physical on like a Cam Newton. Well, it's tough to get physicals now, as we all know. So that's going to have to shake out there. I mean, you're not, you might be interested in Cam Newton, but what are you willing to pay him in upfront money before you get a physical? If you can't get a physical, then it's going to take a little while to sort that out probably after the draft. 
Chris, could the Philadelphia Eagles select a linebacker in the first round for the first time since 1979 when they took Jerry Robinson? Out of UCLA. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, anything's possible. Um, that's what's interesting. Certainly, I think there's going to be a good receiver there, potentially. But, yes, it could, it could absolutely happen. I think it's... Look, I think this is the real key to drafting well, particularly on the first round. I've got 21 players with first-round grades. I know you think, well, Landry, there's 32 picks in the first mm-hmm. round. Yeah, there's 32 picks. Folks, they're not 32 first-round graded players, 32 second-round. It's not how it works. A player is graded according to a standard, and 21 is a sweet number because if you're a team like Philly, you're going to get one of those players – and I think, actually, with maybe a quarterback that may come off the board that may not be ranked that high but will still go off the board, I think people need to be cautious about plugging in a neat position as where their team might go. So my point is, is I think they're going to get a good player. I don't know at what position. It might be receiver. It might be a linebacker. But I think it's going to be a really good player that's going to help their team. The great Chris Landry breaking it down. So... If people want to see your mock now, how, how many rounds? You do just the first two rounds. You don't do all seven rounds in a mock, do you, Chris? No, what we, what we do is we do it. We've got what we call a horizontal board, which is the best players regardless of position. You can see where there's separation, where there's first-round value, second-round value. We've got the vertical board, which is the position board as well. But you can go in and not only see where there's separation and see, oh, look, I mean, you know, there's, okay, there's five top receivers. But there's a drop after these guys. So it's not just the same as, well, number four is off the board. Go to number five. Well, number five might not be nearly as good. So you can see that and listen to the real draft room style audio report with it. So it gives you a really good feel for where the value is, where the best players are, and why and how it might match up with the team. Well, I've always only put out a vertical board myself because I don't uh, – well, actually, no, I do a horizontal board. I don't really do the vertical board very well. But hey, that's, I'll, that's... I'll always recommend that, Tony. You know, <laughs> if you're going to do one, just do the horizontal board. I mean, well, I have, the hor- know, your, I, yeah, I have a horizontal schedule, mambo. Well, I have a horizontal yeah, mambo vim- video out. Well, your scouting report indicates that your best work is done horizontal. <laughs> exactly right. right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's right. Hey, um, boom. Thank you. Very good. Well, let me give you, you one know of them. Tony very well. <laughs> yes, he does. Harry and I have been partners for a long time. And, you know, that's one thing you always learn when you've been around me, even for like a week. You pretty much know what's coming. And that's what people that's want. Right. They don't want to be surprised. They no. want to know what to expect. Uh, oh, I love it. Hey, Chris, I absolutely love it. Uh, yep. Back to football for a second. Uh, you said 21 first-round players or 21 players got first-round grades from you. Is Correct. Jordan Love one of those guys? No, no okay. he's not. It, but, but he'll probably go in the first round, right? Yes. Yeah. And quarterbacks will always be overvalued, overvalued yeah. for a couple of reasons. All right, the importance of the position. The draft is like anything else, like free agents, it's supply and demand, right? Well, it's tougher to find quarterbacks. So if you want one and you think that Jordan Love, by chance, might have some qualities that maybe he could get you a poor man version of Patrick Mahomes, well, my God, you better take him in the first round. Here's the other thing. With a quarterback, like any other player you take in the first round, but with a quarterback in particular, in the first round you get a fifth-year option on it. So as you can develop a guy, you've got an extra year to develop him and decide whether you want to sign him to that, that, long, that, that long-term contract. So if you're going to consider a quarterback 
on the top of the second round, if you think that's where he's graded, well then, by all means, try to work your way to get into the late first round because it makes sense. You get that extra year. So even if it costs you a later pick, it makes sense. So if you like the guy and you think he's got a chance, and certainly you're in need of a quarterback now in the future, it makes all the sense in the world. So that's why I say you can look and see on the board, see where his value is, and also see, you know, that he it gives you an idea where he might go because Ryan Tannehill, Joe Flacco, the Tony, all those guys were really, in my opinion, second round value guys. But they're going to go in the first round, and and you know what? I don't. I, I think that's that's going to be normal in today's quarterback environment where you're going to need someone. Uh, always need a position. If you don't have one, you're going to be compelled to find one always, and you can't find them in free agency for the most part. And last thing from me, of course, and that is everybody talks about the position. Obviously, cornerback now is a super-valued position in the league because it's probably the toughest position to play down after down, and so we'll see a lot of that. those guys go. But is it a really deep cornerback draft this year? It is. It's a pretty good group. I think they've got um, – in my opinion, is the best, but I think you're going to see C.J. Henderson of Florida go. I think where the value is, though, is that early second-round value. So watch a couple of those guys go late in the first round. Christian Fulton of LSU, Jalen Johnson of Utah, that's a really good slot guy. A.J. Terrell from Clemson and Trevon Diggs of Alabama, that, again, is one of those big, long zone corners. So man teams, no, uh, uh, you know, uh, other teams, yes, Glass. Jeff Gladney of TCU. All of those guys are high second-round values, so you're going to see some of them just by numbers have to bleed into the late first round. This is great stuff. I always get excited when I talk to Chris Landry year after year after year because it's not like, hey, I guarantee this is my draft, and if I get two picks wrong, I'll send you a million dollars. You know, it's just about sheer knowledge of players and team needs and the games. That's what this is all about, Harry. It's not Mason. a tout. You know? No, he's not yeah. a tout. He's a yeah. professional scout. That's why we always used to call him Chris Landry, NFL scout. Chris Landry, LandryFootball.com. And you want to check his stuff out, you're not going to be this. He's not going to guarantee you that the top five guys are going to be this guy's. He just has the knowledge and the information. That's what it's all about. Chris, it's always great to talk to you, man. Glad we caught up again and glad to talk to you for the first time in a while. Oh, my pleasure. Good to be with you. And, uh, hey, don't, don't, don't be a stranger, man. Keep in touch. Take care. All right. There he is. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris, Chris, let's put your hands together here. That's good. That was a good segment. It's the kind of football. That's, that's the meat that we want on the show. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of meat. People want meat. They don't want potatoes all the time. Right. Well, you can have potatoes. You can. But you've got to have the meat They're first. carbs, though. Yeah, we don't yeah. have potatoes. We don't do right. it. Like even when I made chicken the other, a turkey breast mm-hmm. the other night, no potatoes, mashed cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah. That's what you got to have. You it gotta tastes start similar. Thinking. It does. You yeah. mash it up. You yeah. put a little. You put butter. Put butter in Butter and, and salt put, and stuff in there. Does it really matter as long as you put you... cheese in it though to make it? Yeah, you can do, Yeah. yeah to make Otherwise, it, a little... it gets too. It's too watery. Right. You can mix it a little yeah. thicker. Yeah. By the way, coming up, the story that just will not die, the Joe Buck, <laughs> porn story of the year. Joe Buck not working right now. But the, the ante has just gone up. Is that right? We have breaking developments in this story that emerged this morning. and This story has legs, Tony. And even <laughs> Joe Buck's wife has now gotten into the act. Really? Yes, Michelle Beisner. I will have the very, very latest on Joe Buck. Will he be the voice of cam show porn? <laughs> and how much will he get to do so? 
We'll have that update coming up next. And your calls, too, at 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. That's the number. The Love Master. We'll try to have a little humor in the show. I know humor is not very uh, prevalent in this program. Oh, yeah. Try to keep it serious. It's so serious. This is like NPR radio. It really is. A little more understated than NPR. I think they get a little more animated. You think so? Yes. I got an NBA update, too. NBA update. We'll have a Tony Bruno update. We'll have a gambling update, a Florida man update. A lot of stuff still ahead. How are we going to cram it in here? We better hit it all. You're damn right. I always try to hit it all. We're coming right back. It's Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, the whole gang on a Friday afternoon. Yo. Um, Chris Landry was talking about quarterbacks and uh, their value. Uh, Russell Wilson, we have a clip of his when he was on with Dan Patrick the other day. Dan Patrick, and he has advice for quarterbacks looking to get drafted in. in I don't want to. It doesn't matter what the quarterbacks who want to get drafted do now. They're going to sit at home and wait for somebody to call. Well, and then he has. um, We don't need any audio, Rob. We have too many stories that we haven't gotten to. We got the threesome story. Yeah, we got the we got to get the Jim Edmonds story in. We got to do the Tony Bruno update. We also have the um, Florida guy getting screwed over. We also have landlords and a sex update. Yes, that's yes. a good story. You saw that one, right? I, I, yeah, you sent that to Robin that. yesterday. No, she no sent it to I sent it. Text. What do I get for uh, five days extra? A little extra next month. <laughs> Let's say I can't make my May first payment. Right. What are you willing to do? So Michelle Biden, this is funny. We got to do this update. So Joe Buck's wife. So Joe wrote, today on the 17th day of April in the year 2020, I became the first sports announcer to even reject a seven-figure offer from a porn site. Michelle Beisner, I want this on my headstone. The above claim is not fact-checked. And then his wife checks it and says, of all the offers you've turned down to keep your day job, Buck, this one not only hurts the most, but also has the most potential. Epic fail. (laughs) (laughs) And then Joe goes on. I was, see, I wish he would have, we could have gotten him on here. Damn it. I know. Then he told Sports Illustrated's Jimmy Traina, I don't want to just take the job without a proper open audition. So if they get Jim Nance and Al Michaels and Mike Tirico and all the others who do what I do to audition, I'm in. If any one of them say no, I'm out. That's all I can commit to at this time. <laughs> The guy who runs this site is genius, too. His name is Adrian Stoneman. He says, Stoneman said, unlike other sites, we offer who offer outrageous dollars but don't have the money. I am live as well-funded and was serious about paying Joe Buck. Without sports, we realized sports announcers were struggling. The work is just not there. So we figured we should do this. <laughs> so now, according to SI... They're going to up the ante.
You know how this whole trend started? Josh Lewin, who does UCLA basketball play-by-play, he started broadcasting the play-by-play of anything at all, calling everything from a tree blowing in the wind to taquitos coming out of the microwave. Then when they asked him, he said, hard pass. He's the father of two kids. That side hustle will make it awfully tough to explain. Right there. I have something tickling me right underneath my glasses. It's driving me nuts. No well, somebody's outing the Philly cheese guy on there. Did oh, you yeah? see that? No. I hope so. Who you is know, it? Some people are saying. We don't need negative Nellies on here. That, that person may, in fact, be a man who used a previous <laughs> on a certain radio show. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno uh, Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Now, of course, we're in a sports world where there's no actual live play-by-play. Frank Caliendo has been doing a lot of John Madden, Pat Summerall. He did the uh, play-by-play of the nuns playing basketball in Spain. Yes, did you see that one? Was awesome. uh, yeah, that was great. And he did play-by-play on that one, but he did a, an NBA, a TNT one. He had he had Marv Albert, he had Charles Barkley, and then he had Shaq, who basically mumbles through the yeah, whole yeah. thing. And then there's, uh, of course, Bob Mannery, who does the recreations. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing it before the coronavirus. And so now Joe Buck and all of these other prominent sportscasters, we mentioned the show earlier about Joe Buck, and there's a site and again, this site's getting more than a million dollars worth of uh, publicity. But there's a site that has uh, cam models, ma- cam models doing sexual acts on live cameras. Mm-hmm. Joe Buck was offered a gig in an email from the site. Darren Ravel had it earlier this morning, paying him a million dollars to announce live shows. And then Joe followed up with a funny tweet. But then it didn't end there. Joe Buck's wife, ESPN reporter Michelle Beisner, got into the act. So Joe first writes. This is the, uh, today, the 17th day of April in the year 2020. I became the first sports announcer to ever reject a seven-figure offer from a porn site. <laughs> Michelle Beisner, I want this on my headstone. And then it says, and then in parentheses, the above claim is not fact-checked. Then his wife checks in, Michelle Beisner, Buck, of all the offers you've turned down to keep your day job, Buck, this one not only hurts the most, it also has the most potential epic fail. <laughs> so now his wife gets into the act, and then, of course, then Joe Buck talked to Sports Illustrated, Jimmy Traina, and he said, I didn't want to just take this job without a proper open audition. So if they get Jim Nance, Al Michaels, and Mike Tirico, all the others who do what I do to audition, I'm in. <laughs> if one of them says no, I'm out. This is all I can commit to at this time. So then the guy who runs this site, I Am Love, Adrian Stoneman, said, Unlike other sites who offer outrageous dollars but don't have the backing, I Am Live is well-funded and was serious about Buck doing this new form of play-by-play. Without sports, we realized sports announcers were struggling. The work is just not there. So we figured we should do this. And to prove his serious, Stoneman is making a new offer after hearing what Joe Buck told SI. He upped it? He upped the ante. Wow. And Joe didn't tell him, up yours. So this is the continuation. Stoneman says, we heard what Joe said, and we're going to up the ante. If all those guys will do an audition, we'll give $1 million to the winner. So anyway, you know who started this, actually? 
UCLA's basketball play-by-play guy, Josh Lewin, who okay. started broadcasting a thing called the play-by-play of anything at all. And he started calling things from leaves blowing and trees blowing in the wind, a taquito coming out of the microwave. And so he was asked, he's a veteran MLB and NFL announcer mm-hmm. too, Josh Lewin, hard pass, he said. It's not the best phrase here, all things considered. But as a father of two kids, this is a side hustle that would be awfully tough to explain. And I get it. He's got young kids. Yeah, but do you have to tell all your kids where you're getting your paychecks? Yeah, it's not like the young kids are going to be watching and going, hey, have you daddy, seen, is that you your voice? You don't think kids are now locked in their rooms with their computers 24-7 with nothing to do are going to start checking this out if they know that these big-name people are doing play-by-play? That's why I say I do it. I don't have any shame. No, I know and you don't. And there's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> no. This is, this is all legal. I'm right. not, this isn't like bootlegging. Yeah. This isn't like opening up a... Uh, a speakeasy mm-hmm. where I'm selling booze illegally and bringing people in against the coronavirus. This is done from the safety of your own home. No, I, you I, don't I, even have to be on the scene to do the play-by-play. I, you could do it from here. Right I can do the... it right here. You just, just roll the tape. Right. Uh, let's go live, and I'll do the blow-by-blow, so is, to speak. Is this thing on? <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah. no, why, don't, why don't they get uh, to ask Tony Romo? He could predict the girl's next move. Exactly right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. And not only call the play, he's going to predict the play. Exactly. Right? One of the plays will be spider Y2 banana, exactly. I think. And I got to give it up to Barstool. They're geniuses. So they posted a picture mm. of, of, Tarico, right? of Mike Tarico and John Gruden on Monday Night Football a few years ago. And they always would then talk about that play. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of, of, uh, Gruden. of Gruden holding an actual peeled banana right there on the set. <laughs> so, hey. And how about Kevin Harlan? Yeah. And there she goes. The panties are off, and look at her go. She could go. No, that would be Chris Berman. Yeah, that's right. So you can incorporate all of these great announcers. To, I mean, it would be hilarious, and then people would be watching at the same time. Honestly, the best person to do it would be somebody that impersonates voices. Mm-hmm. Well, like Frank Caliendo. Yeah, Frank yeah, Caliendo. Caliendo. Because then he yeah. could do, like, everybody. They right. would get exactly. everybody that they exactly. possibly could want for a million dollars. Exactly right. Yeah. I told you, I'd do it for one-third of that. I'd oh, do yeah. it, I, I thought it was a half before. You're I'll going down. For one, I, I got I, a lot of people <laughs> involved. Again, when you get Jim Nance and Mike Tirico and all these people that I know involved, mm-hmm. there's no way I can compete with them. I'd go one-tenth. One-tenth? Mm-hmm. So what's that, 100, 100 uh, grand? Yeah. 100 grand for how many sessions, Harry? <laughs> how many cam site sessions would you be? You have to break it down now. You just can't say, I'll do it for 25 well, is grand. is it sessions or is it just hours? I don't know. That's a good question. You know, we need to get this Stoneman guy on the sure? air, the guy who runs this. Yeah, website. we should give him more free publicity. I mean, how can you not consider? I've been in video games. Mm. I've done fake play by play. I've got a lovely speaking voice. Oh five, oh six, oh seven, and right? below average intelligence, which is all you need, as long as you sound good, right? As long as the girl looks good and it sounds good, isn't that all that matters? Well, is in the presentation, Harry. I was on the site, the first uh, page. <laughs> if that's the best, you would think you'd put your best. The best the and brightest page. people? Yeah, exactly, right? We're going to bring your brightest and your best to the cam shows. I was not that impressed with page one. Let's just put it that way. And you still have 30 credits? I've got 30 free credits. Now you watch. Those 30 credits are going to disappear gone. now. You just, you just diss these people. <laughs> Marv Albert would be able to participate and broadcast <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I wonder if Mike Fratello, the czar of the Telestrator, would be involved. Yeah, what's he up to? I don't know. <laughs> Rick Patino could do it from the back room of a, a Italian restaurant. Rick, Rick Patino has a job now. I know he does. Iona. 
Yeah, but he can yeah. still do it, you know, part time. Yeah, Nobody's coaching right now. Nobody's even talking right, to anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Vin, can you hear Vin Scully doing this right uh, now? No. No, I can't. But Chris Berman, go back to the baseball all-star home run derby. Back, 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 yep. back, 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 back. She could. That could go all the way. Caliendo would be great. Oh, Caliendo's great at everything, man. He would be fantastic. Yeah. And See, nobody would have to know that it was him doing it. You, you would, would know, though. Well, yeah. you would, but yeah. you wouldn't necessarily because he wouldn't have to use his own voice. He could just use everybody else's. <laughs> exactly. Listen, this is, this, this is actual legitimate work. People need work. We need to reopen this country, Harry. We need to bring America back. It's back, like a, back. <laughs> and it provides entertainment. I mean, exactly. hello, what more could you want? And then you could do the army. You know, I was talking earlier about somebody was saying you should do it and have you done this. And I said, you know, I, I said I specialize in the plumber goes into the house videos. You know, those mm -hmm. are the big ones. Yeah. But I also have this R-rated one, which was the movie Bound. Remember that movie Bound? Yeah, that wasn't, uh, what's her name? Gina the, the, Gershon. And the poker player was in there. Gina Gershon, and what's the other chick's name in that Jennifer one, Jennifer Tilly? Yes, Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly, the poker player. Yeah. And remember, Gina Gershon was a plumber. She worked mm -hmm. inside this building. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi's in the movie, too. It's it was, a really it was good pretty movie. good. It's a good movie. It's was, not some... was that early 90s? I don't remember the year, Harry. The years just all break together. Yeah. I want to say like 95, 96. Oh, is it mid-90s? Okay. I I, maybe I even 98. Highly underrated movie. It's not a porn movie. No, no, no. Now, there is quality lesbian sex in it, <laughs> at least implied lesbian sex. And it's not just the guy, the plumber, that comes in and the you know the woman comes in and the plumber's under the sink fixing the you know the with the, a, with the a, clogged drain with a wrench and with a rotor rooter thing and he rips that thing out and you know what he says he comes in and he says excuse me while I whip this out exactly that's how it always starts <sighs> all right we got a tweet here yes and we have a call on the line oh we do let's go to a man up there who understands how important it is to have male female interaction in these tough times. Even if you're just watching, which is what he does at his job, he watches those Soul Cycle classes, Harry. And now there's no women on spin bikes to watch to go along with the music. He is the great Trevor up there in Connecticut. Hey, how are we doing, Tony? And yes, I really want this country to get back, back, that be back open, so I can give you your daily ratios. It's all about ratios, class. Harry. You know, when we would do the Friday night shows, Trevor would come in and give us the Soul Cycle ratio updates. Mm. You know, because the Soul Cycle is a whole bunch of bikes in a, in a place. Right. And so the male to female ratio is important, especially if you're a guy and you want to go in there and do it. And what was the best ratio you ever had? Because this is good stuff. This is breakdown. Oh, I got 11 to 4. 11 to 4. I remember, I remember that one. There's also a lot of bad ones when they're leading up to Corona. Uh, 11 to 4 in January was a very good. I had to do some investigating reporting in that class. Well, you know, so journalism is a lost art, and people like you are the future of our industry. Absolutely. Can we give a round of applause to Jim Edmonds? Absolutely. We have to we have that update. Yeah, we're going to do that next hour. I, I have to give it up to Jim Edmonds. So did his Former girlfriend and his wife. <laughs> yeah. Former St. Louis Cardinal great, former Chicago Cub great, former San Diego Padre and Milwaukee Brewers. Hey, don't forget about great. the Anaheim-Los Angeles uh, Angel update. He made one of the greatest over-the-back catches of all time, not since Willie Mays had you seen a catch of that magnitude. That is true, but Jim Edmonds, i got to give it up to him because I forgot about him that I saw that story. I was like, that's the Jim Edmonds I know. He would have a threesome. 
and find another goal for second shift. Now, have you seen this story, Robin? We should do it now. We have a couple minutes before we have to sign off. So Jim Edmonds obviously is is now a hero to so many. He has just apparently his wife, his real wife, is now going to divorce him. She's leaving him. him. She's yeah. leaving him. Yeah. And yeah. this all started now. His wife is obviously very attractive. Correct. And then they hooked up with another woman. Right. Who's Courtney also, O'Connor. Is that her real name? Her name is Courtney K. And she's much younger, right? And his wife is around the same age. But then they hook up with her, and then they have all kinds of threesome activity, which is not illegal. And now all of a sudden, his wife, all these years later, is announcing that she's leaving him. And so now he's stacking around with the third part of the threesome, and we'll have to find somebody else now to continue this <laughs> while they stay at home. And they're actually posting Instagram part, things that say stay at home. His wife's not staying at home. Right. She got the hell out she of there. She has a different home. Yes, she yeah. does. She's she, she gone. Yeah, she's she gone. gone. Yeah. She is. She was um, former Real Housewives of, the Ar- of Orange County star Megan King Edmonds. Wow. But she went to the Real Housewives after they, you know, obviously during all this because she became a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you go on those shows, Real Housewives shows, do you really care about anything else that's going on around you? You're pretty much airing your dirty laundry every week on stupid television shows. Yeah, I know. We'd have to ask Sid. Little breaking news for you. I actually did some interning work for a radio station with one of the new Real Housewives of New York sisters, actually, back in Connecticut of 2009. Wow. <laughs> You have that on your resume, wow. by the way? Do you put that on That's there huge. looking for a you, job? You might want to put that in bold-faced type. <laughs> Is that you. at the top of your list Jesus. of jobs that I previously had? Oh my God. Um, That's in his elevator pitch. <laughs> Trevor's in an elevator trying to get a job. He's got 10 seconds to, to get you a hook. That's what he comes up with. I worked at a radio station. I saw the real house, one of the real housewives came in over New York, wow. and she was related to them. Oh. Yes. Oh man. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna pop Sorry, open the Tito's. To we're gonna pop open Tito's coming up in our five o'clock hour here on the East Coast. Hey Tony, great listening to you on the app. By the way, on my walk. Beautiful man. Be careful out there, right? Don't well, let we'll that. Do. Don't let Chris Murphy find you out there. He'll come down and hunt you down like a rabid dog up there in Connecticut. Oh, man. So we're having a lot of fun today. Have you noticed that? But yeah. the fun continues. We'll get much more solid information in the next hour. Yeah, but we're getting ripped for uh, a couple of things. And one of the There's tweets. a shocker. No, I know. But it, it seems to be a, a chorus now. Because these people don't appreciate the kind of entertainment that we're mm. providing here at and no additional charge to them. You'd have to pay for this. By the way, coming up in the next hour, you'd have to pay for the Love Master, but you're getting in for free. Craig Shoemaker will join us coming up next. Stick around. <laughs> We're getting Where is it on Twitch or on Twitter? Both. The Rippage? Uh oh. Am I missing something? We got a package. Oh, package. Oh, that looks like a. Oh, this is the keyboard so that you can actually. Oh, we still have to do what's in the box. That's yes. right. We Look at this. We have reinforcements. Did Phil Murphy particularly welcome you indoor outside? Said, come on in. Welcome. I'm not seeing the rippage. I don't see it either. Huh? Yeah, it's there. What? It's hard to believe on people Twitter? who criticize this show. Yes, and Twitch. Any sex talk today? <laughs> the reason we did the Joe Biden, not the Joe Biden. No, actually, people pay attention to Joe Buck. The Joe Buck updates because it's breaking news. It's, it's a developing story. We're not rehashing the same thing. I know. That's what I want to talk about. Got to rip these people. 
2468. Who do we appreciate? <laughs> Not Julie Strain. That's that's good talent right there. Remember Julie Strain? She was an actual co conventional uh, actress. actress who then went to porn or vice versa. Julie Strain. Did, like you wanna, a, did you want to talk about the death of Superfan Monty G? Or? He didn't die. He didn't die, oh, Robin. Oh, he's fighting for his life. Sorry. Jeez, I'm fighting for my life. So you know who else was? You know who else was fighting for his life? Where is it right here? I have it in here now. Um, but we want to give a shout-out to him. To I want to make sure. i got to get the latest on his condition. I heard he's doing mm -hmm. better. Um, he's been on a ventilator for the last three weeks. Yeah, but that's those are old stories, I know. Robin. I'm looking. I'm he's looking. on a ventilator for three weeks. He's not yeah. on a ventilator. No, for three you're not. A, you're not on a ventilator for three weeks. No, he's not on a ventilator. Uh, I'm not going to do a story that's been out for a day without checking the Check update. Check Rock's Twitter. He probably yeah, has exactly. an update okay. on it. Matt O'Donnell. Now, when was that? That's ten hours ago. Yeah. See, hospital for the last three weeks. But that doesn't mean he's I been know. on a ventilator. He was right? in the hospital for three weeks. No, 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 no. Iraq, Iraq. Is it mighty Iraq or? Yes, the mighty Iraq. Yeah. There he is. You just had him up there, Robin. There, third to third guy oh, down. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. All right, so much stuff going on. Obviously, there's a lot of fun stuff. There's a lot of silly stuff, but there's real stuff, too. And... Uh, Including, you know, people suffering from the coronavirus. We've been telling you that. You don't have to listen to this show. We don't give you updates on how many deaths there were in states. I mean, I'll let the scientists and all the people who keep track of this stuff keep track of it. But, you know, there's a lot of people that you may know, you've heard of. We've seen these celebrities. You know, Tom Hanks and his wife are over it. Uh, at basketball players, a couple of NFL players. So Sean Payton had it. Exactly. Right? Drew Brees. Yeah. So, it's you know, anybody can get this. And so one of the stories that was out all over the place on TMZ, on local news, and it's, it's a guy that you may have seen his videos. He's a Philly guy. His name is uh, Super Monty Supermonty. If you will leave it up there, Robin, then I can read it because I don't have it in front of me. And so he was in the ho he's been in the hospital. And one of the stories I saw yesterday, and I don't like running with updates unless I get, like, up-to-the-minute updates on stories. Yeah. So you know him as Super Monty, Monty G. Monty G, yeah. Bay, 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 Bay guy. You've seen his videos. He wears a hat where the eagle wings are flying and the mechanical wings, battery-operated. And, you know, he's got the wing-flapping hat, and he goes on the local news all the time after a loss or after a win. Mm -hmm. And he gives it, and he's funny as hell. He's obviously a diehard Eagle fan. And so we got the story yesterday. Uh, that he is in the hospital and has been in the hospital for three weeks fighting for his life after testing positive for the coronavirus. Virus. So on these types of stories, you want the latest information mm -hmm. because we've seen people go in the hospital and then eventually recover. Right. And when I see a story that he was on a ventilator and then one place had him on a ventilator for three weeks, nobody's on a ventilator for three weeks. With uh, this. No. That doesn't happen. So I want to know what the latest is, and we'll try to get an update on it this hour. And uh, we know a lot of local fans, he's part of, you know, he hangs out with all the guys, Mighty E-Rock, and mm -hmm. these guys who hang out at the Eagles. They're a big group of fans who big get tailgater. together. Yeah. Tailgates. And, yeah. you know, they're good people, and they have fun. Well, 
Well, and even if we can't get the update, we're, we want to send him out love and uh, support and hope that he gets better soon. Exactly. Exactly right. So we had, so that's, that's one of the stories where we always look out for friends and people we don't even know. I, I know I've, I've talked to the guy. I've met the guy, but I don't really know him. But we know him by seeing videos. You see people on videos all the time. And so we'll just check out and make sure he's okay and find out the very latest from Monty G, superfan Monty G on Twitter. So that's one of the stories we're following. Also, you know, we've been talking a lot about the NFL draft week from now. It'll be, we'll be in the second day and how they're going to do it, how the NFL is going to supposedly have their full schedule released by May 9th. The May commissioner, 9th, yeah. Commissioner Roger Goodell was on with Rich Eisen earlier and said they're going to base it on the full season taking place. And so like they do every year. In normal years, they will release the exact full schedule. We know who the teams are going to play already. Home and this away. This is the home yeah. and away dates. These are the dates that will be marked in, in the calendars where they will reserve the stadiums so that they can mark those down as home games on this date, away games on those dates. That's going to happen according to the commissioner. That's great and all, but it, it still it sucks. Yeah, but it's subject to change. I know. But they still have to do it. Everybody. I know, but I'm saying like that was a date uh, You know, when that came out, when you'd know when they were playing on the road in this city that you were looking forward well, to going to. When we would do the, all, the ever popular, thanks to Mike and the Mad Dog, they give them a win, give them a loss day show. Well, that that too. Yes. Uh, but, like, you'd plan your road trips. You were like, oh, man, they're going to be in uh, San Francisco this year. I want to go out there. And you'd, get, you'd, you'd start your trip right away. You'd go book airline yeah. flights. Now you don't even know. You know, you if the game is going to be played. The, but you can't see that's – you were such a positive force today, I know, Harry. but I'm just What saying, happened all of a sudden? Are people going to be booking trips? Hell yeah. I on May the 9th. No. I don't know. That, I don't think, I don't they, think are. they will. Why wouldn't you book the trip and then you can cancel it? You get the trip insurance as long – because you know what? When the airlines come back, and I hope – and I don't know if there's going to be a season, all right? So I don't know more than anybody mm-hmm. else. I'm just saying that – as a league, you have to do that, and then you can change it on the go. You know what would be really smart of airlines to do right now is that as soon as um, it's announced, rather than having non-refundable fees They're gonna and have tickets, to do that. Mm-hmm. they just do refund everything that they sell for the next six months or so. Without having is, to buy the trip insurance? Without having to. It's just refundable tickets. Yeah. That way, they're going to get the money right away. But they can't be transferable. And that's, no, it's I, I not. I think they should still right. do that. Because remember, we booked tickets to go to the Super Bowl in Miami mm-hmm. early. And then all of a sudden, the flights changed. And the day later, I want to call back and say, hey, I want to change these flights. And, and we wanted to come home. And And then they, they would charge me twice. I had to pay for yeah. tickets yeah. twice. That's and a so, racket. And that's so the, so they got away with it. And they're hurting. World. They're hurting right now. They want they're hurting. People. They're yeah. destroyed right yeah, now. They, right. They got and they, they want people to start booking. So if they just waived, if they didn't do any of those non-refundable tickets without the chain, you know, no mm-hmm. change fees, no nothing, they did everything fully refundable, but at those lower fares, then people would start booking because You're they right, would feel Robin, secure. You're right, Robin. There's no doubt about that because right now, when they come back, they're going to have to start being a little bit nicer to the customers. Yes. Yeah. No more treating less like cattle. Okay? I don't hate the people. They're hard workers. The, the flight attendants have a tough job. The pilots have a tough job. But they're not going to have to come back and start giving us crap about you can't use your miles yeah. that you've been putting in forever. Or you're not going to sit in the middle seat and you can't get another ticket. All this other stuff. They're going to have to kiss our asses <laughs> when this is all over. What, and what, so what? I don't want to hear anything from Man. the airlines. Man. What, like free... Uh... Three airplane bottles of vodka. At least one bottle of vodka. Yeah. I mean, Nancy Pelosi spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on bottles. 
Tony, do you hear what time it is? It's mail time. We haven't had one in a long time. And for those of you who are new to the show, um, we have an Amazon wish list on our Twitch TV page. And by the way, David Portnoy at Barstool Sports stole this act from us. I didn't <laughs> steal to go out and test, taste pizzas. So now he's doing shows every night because people send him stuff, a multimillionaire. Mm. They send him free stuff. Why would anybody send him anything? I don't know. know. Listen, they can do whatever they want. It's America. Well, why would anybody send us Yeah, but people aren't sending us chickens. Somebody sent him live chicks. Seriously? Yes. I don't mean real chicks. I mean chicks. So he's like looking. I need Somebody sent me all these chicks. So I said, hey, my son has a farm. And he he just went out and bought a bunch of chicks. And they lay lay eggs because he has a farm. Mm. And so people are sending him like blow-up sex dolls. And all these other funny things. But Tony, when we have a wish list, we ask for things that can help the show. Right. Yes. Practical stuff. Practical well, I mean, stuff. it can also be anything. Anybody can send us anything, what they want. Well, we but... just got a bottle of vodka here yeah. delivered from New Jersey. Oh, right. nice. But that's uh, Pat Canine actually went out and bought it. Now, did Phil Murphy autograph that? Phil Murphy was waiting at the door of the Roger Wilco or Is Canals right? and said, Welcome, my friend. Come on in and buy yourself a bottle of Tito's. And, you know, our buddy Sean from Pine Hill is working security over there. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Does he have a weapon or a taser? What I don't does he know. Do? I don't know. What do you do when you work security at a liquor store? I don't know. Somebody comes in and grabs a bottle of Tito's and run out. You run after him? I think you got to make sure everybody stays six feet apart. Well, yeah, especially you know? when they run the hell out of the store with a couple of bottles stuck in their shirts <laughs> and in their jackets. Harry, anyway. Harry Mays, can you, behind you is a big long box. Yeah. That yes, arrived we have a box in the mail. Now. As we used to call this, the. What's in the box? What's in the box segment? Yeah. And this is a big box here, Harry. This uh, is a long big box. one. And yes, we're not stealing. For all of you who think we're stealing barstool shtick, we're not. We've been doing what's in the box before David Portnoy even knew what barstool was. Before he made his first T-shirt, we were doing up in the box. Yeah. Or what's in the damn box? You're gonna need like a yeah. You have a hacksaw. You have, sort a, of a, you have a knife. I have nothing. How can you not carry a knife? I, 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 I'm not up on this bit. I thought something would be not available. not a bit. I pre-scored it. This isn't a it. bit. This is a legitimate bit. Bit. It's a bit. There you go. This isn't a bit, Harry. There we haven't go. pre-opened the box. I don't know what's in the box. What is this? Uh-oh. This is going to hold oh, on. This is heavy. Yeah, I know. What is this? You pull it out. Grab it. You, you pull. You push. I'll pull. We got 15 people standing around, and I got to get this damn pull box it. open. Pull it. <laughs> pull the damn thing. Oh, you know what it is, don't you? I know. It looks yeah. like a fan. You guys it's been about damn time we got a fan. Begging for this for like two See, weeks. See, people listen, Harry. What? Is this an air freshener or a fan, or what is this? It's a high-speed fan. It's nice. It slices. It dices. It julienne's. Awesome. Because we're going to need a fan down here pretty soon. And if we keep this up, we're not going to have any fans listening to the show. But thank you. Do we know who it is? Who, who, uh, doesn't have a little sticker in there? Thank you, whoever sent that to us. Because, you know, once the self-distancing is over, there will be 50, 60 people down here. Right. We won't, we won't be putting out a buffet like Dak Prescott. I will Prescott not be did. one of them, by the way. Like Dak Prescott. <laughs> we're not going to have, like, a table for 50, t- a right. table for 10 set, but then enough food to feed 50 people and right. then lie to the police and to the team saying, oh, we didn't have 30 people in here. 50 Come on. people in here? I'm doing it from home. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll take it outside. Once, oh, yeah? Once the weather's nice sunshine. We may have to go outside and do one like right on the front stoop, as they say. We'll do it right outside. We'll do it live. We'll put the grill out there. I'll get Dan Patrick to get me one of the Traeger grills. Traeger grills. We'll go outside. We'll put a cooler out there. We'll put all kinds of uh, libations, free drinks. Now, not the hard. You have to bring your own hard liquor. 
but we'll have wine and beer. We'll do that. How about that? On Fridays. You know how all these uh, TV shows, like Good Morning America, they have their Friday concert series oh, yeah. during the summer? During the summer, yeah, yeah. But we can't afford any, like, real acts. No. Although we may bring the Hooters out here to perform live. <laughs> they're still local guys and fans of the show. They're, they're, they're not free. Hey, they'll be free for this show. We <laughs> close the street down. It's like a welcome back block party. Right? If Bruce Springsteen can do it, why can't the Hooters, a local legendary group, we'll get the Roots to do a Roots mm. picnic on our street? They're not free. They'll come on free for this show. Come on, Harry. Do you know who this show is? This is a national show. This isn't some... These bands go in and they'll do local shows. This is a national show, Harry. What's the matter with you, man? Jeepers. Do we know who gave us the uh, the package right now? There is no little uh, Amazon no gift, uh, gift uh, tag on there. We're not going to re-gift it, are we? See, now, no. if I was going to be... Getting you guys a gift as a listener, I would put my name. No, in there. there usually is an All Amazon. Right. Normally, there is a little Amazon uh, sticker, but is I just got a, a text. I got a text. It is from our number one contributor, AJ in San Antonio. This is the first Amazon gift uh, wish list item that he is sending to the national show. Yes, so it is. So thank you, thank you very much, AJ in San Antonio. He has been our number one fan. Robin put stuff on our Amazon wish list. We don't ask for free baby chicks or blow-up dolls, although we've gotten some weird stuff. But we do it to try to make the show better so that everybody can enjoy it. Because we don't have a huge budget here. Well, and This was, isn't Dan Patrick. This isn't Rich Eisen. It was really hot here in the studio several times, so yes, this is going to be awesome. It's not so bad today, but it's, yeah. Been, yeah. It's, been, it's freezing outside today. It's an outrage. But sooner or later, Harry, it'll be nice out. And then we will have... The necessary fans, and it's probably a quiet fan because you want one loud fan. In the oh band. no, those those tall ones—they are. Now, does that go back and forth? Does it gyrate? It oscillates. 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 And the thing that's really great about this one is that it is both a fan and a heater. Dude, you don't need a heater. No, no. we don't need a heater, Dan. <laughs> not with this many people. Yeah. Now Harry may go outside and have a heater in the mm-hmm. next break, but not right now. Anyway, you have an NBA update, Harry. We I do. Get to that too. This NBA news, and then the Love Master Craig Shoemaker is going to join us next. Let's go to our NBA desk. And a man who watched all of Horse last night until the very end after midnight into the east. Now, this is from Woj, so you know this is uh, totally legit. The NBA and the Players Association, Tony, have agreed to a plan to withhold 25% of each player's paycheck beginning on May the 15th. (laughs) Players will receive their full paychecks on May 1st. But May 15th, 25% withheld. How about that? You heard what LeBron said, right? About damn time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. LeBron said, screw that. I'll have my boys in China just make up the difference. Uh, Right. Just send over a package. But make sure you have that package checked this time, LeBron. I know you love the Chinese government. You love Nike because they make you billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Still not commenting on Nike. And not just Nike, but China. When LeBron cowered out and did not stand up to the dictators who were, and the Hong Kong protesters, he did not give them any love. Now, the plan would serve as something of an escrow account, Tony, that would return the money to the players should all remaining regular season games be played. So there's a, there's a hook there. I don't know. I don't think they're going to play the rest of the regular season. No. And I don't think the players, the union's going to fall for that. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, well, if we, what do you mean play the rest of the regular season? Unless they want to do the, what we were talking about, 
play all the way into July, mm -hmm. and then start the next season at Christmas Day. Then that would make sense. Mm. So we'll see what happens. But it's an interesting story, and that's because we heard they were going to get paid on April 1st. Now they're not going to get their full check starting April 15th. So we'll keep an eye on that. we got much more still ahead. Stick around. The great Love Master joins us next right here. Stick around. It's Friday, and we're going to pour some Tito's vodka here soon. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, sir. This is I awesome. suspected it was from him. I did, too, but I wanted to confirm, and I thought there would be a little note in there, but for whatever reason, Amazon did not stick it in this time. But these are awesome because they're so slim. It's We couldn't have had a regular fan in here, and we had that little stupid box fan before. Yeah. Which you know which fans I like? Diddly. The ones that, the really big ones that make a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. You've seen those, like when there's a leak, or those ones when you have a water leak. Or your, tar your oh, carpets yeah. get wet, yeah. and they have like a they, they just blow low so that they dry <laughs> everything out. AJ and Sanitarium, you're welcome. That fan goes from suck to blow, guys. So there's a show <laughs> usually by the end of the show. By the way, we need some ice, 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 babe. ice, baby. Yeah, okay. we need the accoutrement. Tony? Now we do have cold cranberry juice in yes, the fridge, we do. right? I will go get the ice. Did you wash your hands, Kaneen, coming in from the outside? Oh, you got your sanitizer. He's got gallons of Gallons of sanitizer. He's got a 55-gallon drum of it in there. <laughs> See, now these are clean glasses, so I haven't touched them. They're in plastic. They're hermetically sealed. So, Harry, you choose your glass. Just reach in there real nice and get that bitch out. There you go. Pat, you reach in and get your glass. I'll reach. Well, no, I can't because I don't have gloves on. Do we have any uh, sanitizer down here, Rob? I have like yeah, I had alcohol wipes here too. It's right there. Don't sit on them now. Oh, thank you. Are hey, you want an alcohol wipe? Uh, sure. I'll be giving vaccine injections later on. <laughs> I invented a vaccine last night watching Dr. Phil. <laughs> Is it the Fanatic's birthday? This is 70% alcohol. It's extra. You only need 60. I know. Yeah. Is it better than Everclear? What has more alcohol in it? <laughs> Everclear. <laughs> Robin, you were going to go up and get... That's 100% alcohol. I know. Yeah. 200 proof, Robin, baby. we don't need to fan now. We need the damn ice. So then move it out of the way. Get it the hell out of here. Well, we're, we're, we're going to come back, and we're not going to be able to have any uh, cocktails. I need ice. Joe, do you need a cocktail, too? Josie? Plus, uh, today's a huge caller of the day. We'll get a pack of Cottonelle. <laughs> Superior Clean with cleaning ripples, everybody. Superior Clean, 36 giant rolls. There's a, there's how many in here? Three, nine rolls, which equals, I like when they do that. Three of the mega rolls equal 52,000 regular rolls. This could be, this is a week in our house here. No, with the, now with the bidets, we don't need as many. Then 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Can, hey, Joe, can you do me a favor? Uh, Harry, can you grab the cranberry that's out of that, that little fridge down there? There should be a big bottle of it, and then there's smaller ones, but the big one's open already. See that one right there? That's the cran. Now, there's some soda in there, too, if you want to have it. You see it right next to it on the bottom. Grab that baby out of there. Is that seltzer water or just soda? Are we calling this the love man? Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. All right, it is the official happy hour portion of the program. We got our fabulous new fan that we opened up. We got the ice. We got the Tito's. We got the cranberry. We got the ShopRite sparkling seltzer. That's just water, though, right? There's no carbs. There's nothing in this, it's, right? It's just, yeah, no, it's that's just fizzy water. Soda. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. No added. It's got zero everything on here. That's good. So we know it's good. Right. Zero there's, calories, zero everything. There's no sugar in there. There's no quinine like there is in tonic. So we're going to do, somebody suggested that we do vodka, cran, and Clorox. Oh, is that right? But we don't need that today. I think we're good. Now, this has a lot of sugar in it, though. Yeah, the cranberry, cranberry does, yeah. It's got like 25 grams of sugar, just 28 a, grams of carbs. Yeah, that's why I only put just a, a hint. Now, we do have enough vodka to get us through, though. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Canine Barely. brought in the bottle. So while we do that, we're getting ready for the great Love Master going to join us. We're not going to do any bro icing. Oh, listen to that. Now, is he still doing his uh, serious show? He was on serious. I don't know. Wait, i got to ask him. We have to ask him. Yeah. Are we call him and we have him on the line right now? Ladies and gentlemen, if he were here right now, I don't know if he'd be having a... You even brought down the olives. Wow. Robin, did you bring down... You're making a martini? Yes, I'm going to make a dirty martini. Wow. Dirty martini. I'm having vodka cran with just a splash of cran and some seltzer water. And now a man in California saying, what the hell is going on? As he is in self-quarantine somewhere in Southern California, not able to do anything but go online like the rest of us and self-quarantine and self-isolate and do everything else he does. The great Craig Shoemaker, the love master. What the hell is going on, man? That's right. Um, I'm out here. I'm washing my hands so much. I, I actually found cheat notes from a ninth grade algebra test. Oh! <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me give you one of those. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't do it. I got more. <laughs> But wait, there's worse. more. Do you have any good quarantine jokes? You got As a comic, you always have to have fresh material. I got tons of them. Can I curse? Uh, don't drop the F-bomb, though. What's no, cursing no, I got you? no F-bomb. All right, good. Keep it uh, semi-clean. All right, here's, here's, here's one. The coronavirus has everybody frightened. Uh, but apparently, from all the toilet paper they're buying, apparently they're not scared shitless. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Have you tried this out down at the comedy club? All the comedy clubs in California no, closed, too. I have no comedy club. You're it, baby. Here's one for you. There's so many experts out there. They have, they have all the opinions. Everybody's got the answers on Facebook for everything. And now I can see why we, we are the leader in buying toilet paper, because we also lead the world in having the most assholes. I'm surrounded by assholes. Are you reading these jokes from a prepared statement? No, they're not prepared. I'm mad living here. <laughs> now, Craig, the last I time I talked to you, do. I came on your show on Sirius Radio on Sunday nights. Has that been postponed? Oh, no. I got, I'm, I'm out of that. I'm out of there. All I have is your show now to call in. 
But so you don't have any bad blood with 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 Steve Cohen and the Sirius family, do you? Oh God, zero, zero. I love them. I love my replacement. I, I, it was not for me. So a great mutual parting of the ways. It was not for me. Well, you so. did a good job on that. I mean, it's you know, sports and fun. Sports is entertainment. Comedy is entertainment. And so that, I came on your show, and it was fun. So uh, now we don't have any sports, oh, no. and I got hired with no sports. So you, that, that tells you where the world is right now. There you, there you go. Uh, well, congratulations. And, and kind of using me to get to another job. That's you, Tony. Exactly right. I did, I did leverage you to get this gig at Sirius. So I, yeah, that's you what friends are for. <laughs> so I'm, now, I'm seriously, what are you doing? I know you can't go out and do comedy clubs. You can still do on. Are you doing a lot of the online stuff? What a lot of comics are doing. Yeah, tomorrow we're doing a gaming event. Actually, uh, where it's, uh, all these comedians are calling it the Streamathon, and uh, at Laughter Heals Gaming. If you want to check it out, and there'll be uh, great comics are calling or, or zooming in and skyping in. <laughs> uh, and we're doing that tomorrow. It's a uh, uh, starting in the afternoon, and uh, you just go to Laughter Hills Gaming and, and figure it out. I, don't ask me anything technically. I'm freaking out at all these Zoom calls I'm on. I'm, you know, Zoom to me was a show from the 70s, for God's sake. <laughs> no idea what this And, of course, is. it was a great Aretha Franklin song, Who's Zooming Who? And Zoom, That's Zoom, all I want to do. We did this yesterday. All I want to do is Zoom, 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 Zoom. In the boom, boom. Just shake your rump. You remember that? That's right, baby. Rex and effects. Hey, listen, the one good thing is that we're not understanding is if laughter's the best medicine, us comedians, aren't we an essential business? Yes. Yeah. You're damn right. You better be. By the way, I have breaking news. I have breaking news. Legit news from Adam Schefter at ESPN. The Bears have released tight end Trey Burton. Former Eagle. Former Eagle, yeah. part of the biggest play in Eagles history. Philly special. Philly special. Yep. And now he had Nick Foles there thinking they were going to throw to him again. Mm. And now Trey Burton is out in Chicago. Wow. How about that? <laughs> How about that? There's, there's worth interrupting our phone call. Well, no, that's breaking news. I mean, a lot of people love Trey Burton. Eagle fans, yeah, Bears fans. I mean, he's a great player and a great guy. Craig's a big Eagle fan. Is he really? Huge. Yeah. No, I know he is. I used to do, we used to do push-ups in his house yeah. in Sherman Oaks during Eagle games when Donovan McNabb was the quarterback at 10 o'clock in the morning. We'd be doing push-ups in his, in his living room what watching you, Eagles what games. What did you do when he threw the ball into the ground? We weren't, doing, well, we every, weren't around then. <laughs> every time they scored, we would do push-ups, the amount of points they put on the board. And fortunately, um, we didn't have a big workout that year. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of pec muscles coming out of the shoemaker house. So now, when you have you done yeah. one of these zooms where there's like 15 people and everybody's talking over each other? There's nothing as comforting as watching a zoom session with 15 people heads in boxes because there's not enough heads in boxes on TV already. I did one with 200. <laughs> I I couldn't wait couldn't wait for to press that mute. I muted everybody because I was the host. <laughs> so, no, seriously, I you had 200 people. people on a zoom feed. I did, and and uh, it was. Uh, it was crazy, and what's what's off about it is they don't know which one you're looking at. So I'm like checking out the hotties, but they have no idea. I'm I'm ogling them. I have a restraining order thing of one I saw in her bedroom. I was going, <laughs> how far can this go? This is about to head to you porn. Yeah, did you get a call from them to do any voiceover work like Joe Buck did today? You saw that big story that's been developing today, right? 
No, I didn't, I didn't get that. You mean the Love Master for Pornhub or something like that? Is no, that there, there's a company that does cam girl streaming, and they offered Joe Buck a million dollars to do some fake play-by-play of women on these cam sites, and it's become a big running they, joke they today. Have me on that. They should have me, the Love Master, coming on to them. But here's, here's, I'll give you a couple of Love Master lines. Oh, yeah, baby. After I'm done, you'll have more shakes than a month of Slim Fast, baby. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be in so long, you'll have to take a personal day. <laughs> personal day? People have taken months off. Come on, man. Exactly. A personal day joke doesn't work right now. Every day is a personal day, Greg. Come on, man. Oh, that is, that is true. I have to corona that up. Yeah. But, hey, this is, I'm looking for advantages to this quarantine. No more Jehovah's Witness knocking on my door. Done. Although I saw the Babylon Bee had, they will have robotic Jehovah Witnesses and uh, Mormons going door to door to knock on your door. Yeah, they're they going to do drones. Is exactly. That right? Drones will be coming to your house, yes. Here's another advantage. They have very few cases in Mexico. Now they'll pay for the wall. They don't want us to. Oh! <laughs> Come on, man. These are gems. <laughs> Hey, uh, they, listen, I'm not the only one. We're not the only people listening to this. There are people all over the country. That, you know, Craig, you got uh, listen, what am I supposed to say? I'm not going criticize, to criticize your material. We've seen you multiple times, and every time we see you, we, 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 we're, we're hurting from laughing so much, man. Yes, that, that, right, because that, that's the developed material. I'm developing this material. You know, through you now. Through you. We, don't wait, do, wait, wait, we don't do open mic sh- uh, shows I was going to say, wait, show. Craig, so you're developing this material and you're choosing now live on air on the Tony Bruno show to test it out? What, do you think I'm going to bring it to my six-year-old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go down to the Comedy Magic and Light show down there in Hermosa Beach that I always used to call it. That's where you try out I material. No, I, I'm sequestered with my, my wife and kids with me, for God's sake. <laughs> By the way, I just want to tell you something. Being with my wife all this time, if I die, just between us, it will not be from the virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you got, how many kids do you have in the house now? Four or three? Three or four? I just wanted to put that, I wanted to put that out there. Yeah, especially with kids I got, now. I feel bad for all the people with kids. Yeah. Man, bad enough with just a wife. But now when you got the wife and a bunch of kids in the house, are you doing schooling? Because, you know, I remember when the babies were born and you were doing all the, the jokes about breath, breastfeeding and watching your, right. your wife do the breastfeeding right. thing. And, and had, you had a lot of great jokes about that. What do you do now? Well, now it's me trying to be breastfed, and it's not happening. I've been cut off. I sleep in another room. It's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> and by the way, um, I, I have an announcement to make. The first two is I have been exposed. Well, this is breaking and, uh, news. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Shoemaker, a.k.a. the Love Master, exposed. has been exposed. Now that I am homeschooling the kids, it has been revealed that Daddy is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's breaking news? Wait, that's not breaking news. We knew that already. <sighs> no, they did not know oh. it, but they know it now. <laughs> so you, now you're, you're, like Harry, you're like Harry Mays. You're a guy who can't stay in the house and not play golf every stinking day. So how the hell are you going through this? I'm going crazy. I'm like, yeah, it's, but the problem is with golf, it's one of those sports, like, I can't lodge a protest with the government. It is ridiculous. It's like, that's perfect social distancing. It is. I don't, want right. to, I don't want to hear these bad jokes from these middle-aged white guys anyway. 
So this is the perfect excuse to get away from them. Mm -hmm. We just walk in different areas. You know, it's, per it's the perfect sport, and it, it, they stopped it. I don't know why I golfed, though. I played one of these celebrity things. I got a trophy for closest to the car. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had Tim Brando on the other day, and he likes to play golf down in Shreveport, Louisiana. And he's talking about, you know, he's not, he doesn't play with great golfers. The guy he goes out with, when somebody hits a tee shot, they say, did you see it? Hey, did you see that did one? Did you see where it went? <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's the kind of golfers I play with. Anybody see where that oh, went? Oh. Oh, believe me, I I play I play to not come and last. That that's that. <laughs> so sometimes they'll mic me up because they think I'm going to be funny. You know, they're, they're, like they they mic up the comedians, the athletes. They let them on their own because you know, they're not funny, but they're they're competitive. You know, we're the we're the village idiots. You know, so they'll put me with like Ray Romano. One time they put me, Ray Romano, and a playmate named Lisa Durgan. I know Lisa. And yeah. I never realized how sexual golf is. And when you play with a hottie, like, she goes, I think I think I want the water. Ray goes, I don't think you're wet. I mean the ball. The ball that went in the water. <laughs> hey, by the way, and you know Lisa's a great golfer. She yeah. wasn't just a beautiful woman who did sports and was a model. She was a hell of a golfer. Yeah. Oh, sure, Tony. I was looking just at her scores. Yeah, Absolutely. Come on, man. that's a pretty good Ray Romano. That is a good Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, everything, everything was like sexual. She goes, she'd say, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> either, I'm new chef, fifth chef. I mean, the, 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 the club, the chef on the club. It's not the chef, the ball boy. <laughs> like everything was like, you realize that golf is all about in the hole and the chef mm -hmm. and the. So when you play with her the entire time, though, that's all. That's all I'm thinking. You hit that and right the on the car. screws. You know, nobody yells. You hit it right on the screws, or get in the hole, or what do they yell now? What is? Uh, oh God, I hate that. You know, it's in the hole. I can't. I can't. You know, when they bring golf back, they have to. Even if they bring it back with no spectators. They have to have pipe at least, in fake crowd. Noise. No, have at least one guy, or have like a, a little speaker there that yells, "Get in the hole!" Right. As soon as somebody hits off a par three, right? Right. No, I, I, I think they, I think they need new writers, and same with porn. <laughs> That's what I think I'm going to be. I'm going to be a writer for golf and porn. <laughs> well, you were in one <laughs> of the best soft. You were in one of the best soft core porn movies ever made. Little known oh, fact dear. about Craig Shoemaker. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, proud moment. I should text you a photo from that movie when I was dressed in my navy whites in a movie called Tomcat Angels. Tomcat Angels. If you're looking for something to find this weekend. <laughs> West Pass Coast. on that I'll one. No, go, go rent Tomcat Angels. It's online somewhere. Actually, we watched okay. it at Tony Luke's house. Okay, but it's not as it's not as good watching it without Craig's narration. Like and his you kids need to, watching it with us. Craig, you need to you need to re-release it with you narrating over it. You should do like a watch oh party uh, on Twitch so, with you narrating idea. over that movie. Yes, because I'm that's when it's hysterical. Happened behind the scenes. Yes, it's, it's, it's the promo of the. If you look it up, the promo is something like. It's Tomcat and they do a zipper sound. Angels. They're high in the sky and low in the sh It's Tomcat and Angel. I, this is my first movie. We were laughing so hard. We were over at our friend Tony Luke's of Tony Luke's Cheesesteak. 
yeah. his place. He found it on his whatever he, that dragon box he has where you can find right. anything. And you yeah. started talking over the show and giving us all the little tidbits behind the scenes <laughs> and everything that you were thinking at the time. Yeah, but nobody knew this movie was even on. And then Tony Luke went to Dragon Box, looked it up, and boom, there it was. And we're watching this movie oh, with his two my young... God. And his sons were younger at the mm. time. And he, so his kids are watching it for the first time. It's not porn. It's softcore? It's, uh, yeah, what I would don't you know, call What would you call that? Because I don't know what that is. I think I think it was a little softcore porn, but I told the stories I told make the movie much better. Of yes. All the behind the scenes. I actually thought I was brand new to Hollywood. That this would be my break. I said I don't care if anybody has bad acting. My acting's so good, I'll be able to edit a reel around it. Uh, but <laughs> they edited it. So I'm supposedly having an orgasm. And they put me in slow motion. With a lion's roar underneath when I was having my moment. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is one of those. This is one of those <laughs> cult classics yeah. that yes. should be shown every midnight yes. by like Doctor Shock on Channel 17 at midnight on a Saturday night. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to do a watch party. We need to do a Twitch watch party. I'll arrange this. I'll talk to you all. Yeah, let's do. We'll do it. We'll put it on Twitch on our Twitch channel, and we'll put the movie up, sort of like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. And then we'll stop yes. the film whenever we want to say something. That's oh, perfect. Tony, I think, I think this, Robin, that is a brilliant idea. It, listen, we need to be entertained, and I don't have any audiences live anymore, so this gives me an outlet. I just need to make some freaking money, though. Well, uh, well we, don't, we can't well, guarantee that. you monetize it. We'll <laughs> do it. it. Isn't Craig doing Cameo? Doing, uh, making money from Cameo? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I'm the cheapest one on there, so I'm not making a windfall profit. <laughs> I, I, it's only 40 bucks, and they take half of it. Yes, I. If people say, hey, I'm a fan of yours. Can you, happy birthday to my wife, Amanda, or, you know, happy retirement. You know, so then I go, hey, it's great, Shoemaker. So I go into their home, basically, through video, through this Cameo.com, and I, you know, they usually ask for the love master. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That have a wide angle camera to get all this. Baby. <laughs> Speaking of, this is the only cameo I know. This is the only cameo. Remember this classic? Word up, baby. By the way, Craig, I just want to thank you. When my when my dad was on his deathbed, um, Craig did a phone call for my dad, and my dad was still aware enough. And she gave him to a discount it. too. She didn't. He didn't even <laughs> charge your dad thirty dollars. But I want to thank you. You did such a fantastic. He. It actually even in his. Uh, is like heavily medicated induced state. He still laughed. So thank you so much for doing that. Oh, you're you're, you're welcome. I'm so happy to hear that. Although you do owe me, uh, I'll give you a discount. Twenty bucks. Thanks. 20 thanks. Bucks. Thanks. <laughs> I'll owe so, you. Listen, I brought the smile. I did my job for God's sake. Cameo. I should pay I up. Said, that was audio, so there was no visual. So I will definitely uh, charge you less. You know, it's funny you should say that, but. Um, uh, one of my best friends, Michael Goldberg, he, he wrote Cool Runnings, Little Giants from Philadelphia. Um, he got um, he got brain cancer that gave him three months to live, and that's when I formed Laughter Heals, where we do these guided lapidations, and it's a nonprofit. We have live to live to laugh therapy sessions, and he showed up at every one of them. He took the prescription of having comedy in his life. That's what I encourage anyone to do. Is we have a pharmacy within us that's great for even your immune system oxygenate your body healing laughter really does heal it's been proven we just yeah. set it aside there's no money behind it this is all about pharmaceuticals but it's so good for you 
He lived 15 years past that prognosis of three months he was supposed to pass away. And uh, we filmed this for a documentary. I went in to visit him in hospice, and he was in a coma. I said, Golds, I don't know what else to do. We've done everything we can, and you're sitting there hopeless and helpless. And he was just staring. And and he was. In, I said, I don't even know if you know I'm here. I said, what can I do for you? I said, well, maybe give you a handy. I said, I've never done anybody but my own, but I'm really doing it myself. How about I give you a handy? He came out of a coma, and he goes, ah! I made him laugh. And I want people to know <laughs> that you've been doing this laughter heels thing long before the coronavirus, and there's never been a better time for people to laugh right. every day. I yes. laugh every day on the show. If we don't laugh on the show, I don't. Need, I, then I know I, can, I don't want to do this anymore, and I right. shouldn't be doing it. Well, Craig, we actually we figured it out because Tony is the only person in sports who actually got a job with the whole quarantine lockdown rather than being laid off like most everybody, which proves that Tony, who has a very unique style uh, and and likes to entertain and tries to make people laugh along with giving all the pertinent information that you need, is essential service. Exactly. Absolutely. Laughter we is an essential service. service. Exactly. But people, we are not conditioned to believe that. We're conditioned to believe that pharmaceuticals are your answer or doctors your answer. We're, we're conditioned... You know, all the commercials on television, is, oh, we got the fix for you. But, but look at comedians, we're censored. People are cancel culture. They're always after comics who are just trying to bring some joy to the world. It's a reason to live. That's what kept Golds going as well. Gives you purpose and meaning in your life to think you can have joy. There's so much negativity out there. We should be encouraging the comedians. I saw a review on Twitter. I was about to not watch the show of Joel McHale hosting um, uh, the Tiger King, mm -hmm. the Tiger King and I. And I, was, I almost didn't watch it. The reviews were so bad. People were so cynical. I watched it. It was great. He was a wonderful host. And it pisses me off how people just go for the comedians. They can't wait to say how much you stink or that sucked or whatever it is. It's, we're so disregarded. We're, it really is a healing thing that we should look more to. The news is negative every day. So why not shift it? Shifted over to some comedy. Exactly. And uh, by the way, I have something with Tony Luke. Speaking of Tony Luke, that you can check out. We have a podcast, a video podcast called Comedy Kitchen. And if you go to the Comedy Kitchen podcast, check it out. We have 15 episodes where we talk comedy and food. There's one thing about Tony. He lost his son three years ago. Yeah. But laughter healed him, too. I brought him into comedy. I teach him comedy. And we have a series that come out. We just got picked up by Amazon, by the way, also about that, where he teaches famous comedians how to cook for the judges, and I take famous chefs and teach them how to be a comedian. And it's, uh, But we have a podcast leading up to a 15-episode speech. Go check that out. You'll have laughter. You'll find out about the inside of comedy because we teach Tony comedy. It's all about food. And you do it in, and like, some Napa Valley. You do it in some beautiful Napa Valley house that's majestic. Unbelievable, that place. That's where the series is shot. We're doing six more to make it a complete series. But the podcast leading up to it, those are all shot at a beautiful hotel in uh, Sunset Marquee in, um, in Hollywood where all the big celebrities stay. They pop in. We have comed all top, top comedians. We talk comedy and food. What two better things can you have in life than those two things? Sex, maybe, but, you know, that's getting yeah, Just, just add right one now. more, and then you're golden. Greg, it was so great to catch up with you, man. You keep in keep in touch. When you get back to Philly, we can go out again. Get back. We got to get out to L.A. 
And uh, well, we have another daddy too, by the way. That's coming out. We did another one with the Eagles, and that's coming out soon. We're, we're rolling along here. We're going to provide people with content. That's what we need to do, right? Exactly right. We need to get out of this isolation. Do you have a? Do you have All one right. of the episodes with John Dornboss? He's not in this, but he'll be in the next uh, part of the series. But, Beautiful. Uh, he's, he's, not as, he's not in this, this go-round. But um, I hate our conversation to end because i got to go back to my family now. All right, go <laughs> back to your family. You're welcome <laughs> for us ever, giving you a break for 15 minutes, pal. At the Love Master the, the, the on Twitter. The 10-year-old has a restraining order on me. I yes. can tell, too. And anybody that's listening, check out any of Craig Shoemaker's videos on YouTube all over the place. He is awesome. Thank you. And his Showtime special, Daddy Tude. Which is on there, which is That's hilarious. That's right, baby. Beautiful, man. Daddy, dude. Daddy. That's how he says in Philly. Daddy, hey, you got some, you got some daddy, dude. Let's go to Academy. I got to do that tomorrow. Craig, good to see you, man. We'll talk to you at least. See you guys. Thanks so much. There he is, the love master. Coming back. We got to get to the rest of the unfinished business. And your calls, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Uh, Tony. Um, yeah, his phone connection was. You know, I've noticed that when somebody's phone connection is not perfect, it, anything that they're saying doesn't come across quite as well. So. You mean to tell me the last thing your father heard was the love It was not. It was one of the last. It was one of the last. So what we. One of the things that I did. Um, well, we all did. It was both me and my brother. Uh, we sent out requests from people that my dad truly affected or that he loved. And so um, my dad is, was a drug and alcohol rehab counselor and helped both my friends and my brother's friends through a lot of hard times. And so they recorded some videos of them saying how much they, that my dad meant to them and how it affected their lives. And then I contacted Craig Shoemaker, who my dad, Craig was my dad's favorite comedian that was still alive. And um, had Craig record a short little video. And then uh, Charles Barkley, who my dad loves, 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 recorded a short little video. And we played them for my dad. And my dad was on heavy, heavy medication at the end with morphine and all sorts of stuff. And like some of the videos that were sent to him made him cry. And then Craig came on and it made him laugh. He actually laughed under this morphine haze. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. Um, so, yeah, I can't thank Craig enough for sending that in at the last minute. I can't imagine if I was Craig hearing that. Oh, I, 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 Craig, Craig actually contacted me afterwards and he's like, I can't believe you're asking me to do this because I'm crying now and now I have to be funny. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Craig, I know, (laughs) but it was the best thing ever. And the thing, the thing with my dad passing, he just passed December, December 15th, um, was that every single family member was there. We were all around his deathbed and it was, it, we all knew that it was inevitable and it was a blessing that he was going because he was so miserable. Jeff Bruder says, Harry's about to grab the laptop bag and get out. It was the best way to go. Like if, if, like if I had to choose how I was going to die, it would have been the way my dad went. By the way, real quick, before we come back, (laughs) 
So I'm at I'm out at this liquor store, Canal, right? Joel Canals, which one? Which Canals? Is is yes, I know where it is. Okay. That's near is the uh, Harbor Michael? Freight, right near Harbor see, Freight I there. See these two great brothers come I mean, up, right? Uh, these two great brothers come up and they go like, they, they go to like, hey, you know, they're about to shake your hands, and they just stop and they go, boom, boom. Psych. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just went from it went from brother brother shake to boom boom. Oh, I thought it was awesome. Beautiful, it was awesome. Joe Canal. So when when we come back, this is actually a good question. When we come back and we're allowed to start talking or, you know, this is unusual, by the way. What we are doing here, there are more people down in the studio than most people would frown upon this (laughs) right now. There's what, so many of us? I know. There's there's not ten. Well, yeah, but we're kind of distant. I mean, we're not. Not now you are. You're like all top of us. And look, we have plenty of alcohol prep whites. Yes, we do. We're good. We're good. Um, if If we, when we come back to the real world. Ready, Tom? Yeah. Rather than... Oh, look at this. Well, watch this. Oh, watch wait. this now. Watch that. Oh, man. You should there have an eyedropper oh, in here. Just, I know. Like, you need to, you, you know what it. you need? You need, need a mister. Bluff. You need to put that on the wish list. A, a medicine dropper for Harry's... Welcome back Welcome to back. the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Oh, yes. So Harry Mays, you know, if you want to see a real expert, a man who understands how to imbibe and enjoy it safely exactly. and responsibly. So we just did the talking to Craig, and Robin was telling a great story about her dad during the break. For it was those a very sad story. It though. was a sad story, and, I, it's a, it's and a, I've a, heard a, it because I would lived it with her. It's a both. It's it's a both a sad and happy story because it really brought joy to my dad on his deathbed, which is absolutely amazing. So. Uh, thank you, Craig Shoemaker. If uh, For those of you who did not hear the story during the break, go back and listen to it on the Twitch stream. Exactly. And so, Harry Mays, ladies and gentlemen, as we are enjoying our Tito's, not yet an official sponsor of the Tony Bruno Show, but they might as well be. Working on it. We're working on that. So Harry does, because Harry, I, see, I, I'm not supposed to be doing cranberry juice because it's, there's a lot of sugar in it. Right. So I just put a splash in. Yeah. Harry Mays, when he does his vodka crans, he basically needs an eyedropper. It's either, he's got it down scientifically yes. where he can pour it out of the jar. I mean, he I tried the, the other week. Was it yeah, last week? Yeah. And I failed. Yeah. I failed miserably. Well, it's tough when the, when the bottle, when those big bottles, yeah. when you first open them, because okay. they fill it all the way up to yes. the tippy it's top. It's really hard. And if you hold it, it's pla- you squeeze yeah. it, the, the cranberry yeah. starts it's coming out. Yeah, it's right yeah. out. Splooges, did you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. I did. Come on, Robin. Jeez. What's the matter with you? Come on. <laughs> did you say splooges? Come I on. I did. You know, now, now, Harry, what would be better for you? Would an eyedropper or a mister be better? Mister? Uh, eyedropper. Eyedropper? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A mister I'm makes gonna... too much spray. You want to concentrate. You want to yeah. get the eyedropper. And then how many drops would you put like in? How many you... milliliters are you putting in? How many in? what? Milliliters. I don't have you know. been drinking, Robin? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's all about color, Tony. It is. Yeah, and it's okay. just, uh, let me it's see the pour. Bluff. That is a that is I mean, a wow. Harry Mays vodka crayon. Can you see that? Can you just, even see the pink can at the you bottom? Barely see it, it? it goes to the bottom yes. of the, Let me hold this up in front of the camera now, for those who are watching. I'm not gonna spill it. You can see just at the very bottom. There's, is, al- there's just almost like a yes. at the bottom of this plastic cup there's a a pinkish tint. And mm-hmm. I've never I don't know how Harry does this, but on our glasses this does not happen. But on his glasses the Is pink... Robin slurring or is yeah, it? Yeah, I am totally. 
Yeah. She's had one stinking dirty martini she's and smashed. she's already soused. I, I am. I'm such cheap a cheap date, day right now. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Yes. This, is, this is amazing. <laughs> I am totally yeah. a thimbleful. Verd138 asked, Harry, do you get a couple years out of one bottle of cranberry juice? <laughs> I've, I've had it doesn't a, last I've, that long. It goes I've, bad. No, I've, I've had a bottle in there. The organic stuff does go bad. Yeah. Yes. And once you open it, you got to refrigerate and it. That stuff's sour, though. The, the organic. 100% cranberry yeah. juice. It's and that's sour. the one without the sugar, which right. is right. what we really should be using. But the sugar, the ones with sugar and the preservatives last a lot longer. But yeah. I've had them in there for over two months. See, this is, yeah. this is how you self-isolate. Yeah. And you make sure you get the <laughs> tips every day on how you can enjoy and conserve without hoarding. But I do have a, you know, I always have this toilet paper here. Right. Because I have some. I didn't hoard them. I didn't, but I always have them here to remind everybody that it's still available. And maybe we have to start giving some of these out because this is one of the most valuable prizes That's you can give out. That's nine rolls right, right That's there. That's nine Tony. rolls of, and it's cleaning Ripple Superior Clean Cotton now. <laughs> Ultra Comfort Care. Giant. So you may give that out. Maybe we'll do like at the end of the week, we'll give out toilet paper to one lucky listener. And I'll pay the shit. You don't even have to pay separate shipping and handle. Okay. Handling. Like you do when you order two things online, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, anything we missed, the one story that I wanted to talk, we got to do this Florida man story, Robin. She in shape to was do it the story. A, was it a no, Florida man? No, she's not. Well, let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's not, not do it. Let's, let's fine. Let's I do a, let me do a gambling thing because, you know, casinos have all been the, the what they call brick-and-mortar no casinos right. have all been shut down yeah, there's, all over the country. Yeah. And so certainly without things to bet on, Pennsylvania Online Gaming, you know, they didn't make any money in March and in April. But guess where they did make money? Where? So there's eight online Pennsylvania casinos now where you can bet online. Mm-hmm. And there's not much sports content. But you know where people are making up the difference in betting on? They're betting on table games and online slots. Yeah. Out the yin-yang. Of course. Up 25% in the last month. And so people are bored. You know, the slot machines, it's addictive. You play online sure. slots. You play online craps, online blackjack, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't do it. You can do whatever you want. But I, you know, I'd be online afraid. Online poker. Online yeah. poker. Poker. You can go online. That's called uh, Tinder, I think, is online yeah, poker, exactly. isn't it? You got to be lucky, though. You just, you know, never work. It doesn't you got to get a match. Tony, <laughs> you got to get a match. Tony, yes. because he, I, I know he's listening right now. We got to do a we Tony Bruno a update. We have a Tony Bruno update. It is a Tony Bruno update. And I talked about this story the other day because I saw it and like to give credit where credit's due. But I have a Google feature where anybody named Tony Bruno that appears in any story, mm-hmm. it automatically sends it to I our account. I started it because I wanted to keep track of. All of the news stories about Tony, right? It's kind so of it's a archiving. narcissistic kind of thing well, to do. No, isn't because, it? no, it's easier so you don't know if you're written in the in the right. you know, in the San Jose Both Mercury News. You don't go having to look through every newspaper. They send you the stories. So um, I set up this Google Alerts whenever anybody in the news is mentioned. We got Tony Bruno. Right. So we get Tony Brunos that are not necessarily him. We even got one. About, there are a lot of other Tony. Oh, Brunos, absolutely, by the way. there yeah. are. And we even got one a couple of years ago regarding a mass murderer named Tony Bruno. Where which was, was this guy in from? Uh, Texas? I believe. Oh, okay. not, no relation. Yes, no relation. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, this was shortly after Tony and I first started dating. Mm-hmm. So that was like I really wanted to make sure that it right. wasn't Tony Bruno. So you were doing a background yes, check. Yes, I was doing a background <laughs> check just to make sure. An enhanced background check. <laughs> right. So and anyway, this Tony Bruno, we find out he works for Verizon. Okay. He's an engineer at Verizon. All right. It's a good it, job. It is a good job. And so we see that he invented a 3D 
product. Now, the Verizon engineers, they have videos of all the people who work at Verizon, and they do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. They have robotic students who are coming right. up with new things. So the students at these robotic clinics uh, made a mask, a full shield. Right. So just really quick, Verizon has a... V, what is it called? VTech? The V team. The V team. V team. And they send out a request for anybody. Um, they don't necessarily have to be Verizon employees. No, but they're it's the V team. Right. And they send out a request saying, hey, if you are an expert at this or if you think you can participate, um, contact us. And Tony Bruno, mm -hmm. who happens to be a Verizon engineer, right. um, participated in this, and this is how come Tony, the, the, we found out about it. All right. So he invented this. It's the actual back part of the shield because a lot of these shields and the masks, they go around your ear and they become uncomfortable after a while. So the people invented the, invented the shield, and then he invented the actual uh, the apparatus that goes around yeah, your head. It, no, hold. it doesn't go around your neck. It's like a it strap. It makes it more okay. comfortable. Yeah. It makes it more comfortable. It doesn't comfortable. go around your ears. No, right. it goes yeah. behind your back, and then you can you can adjust it to fit your face size so it's not uncomfortable. So he did it, and all of this stuff is done with 3D printers. See, that's amazing. I don't get that. I don't they, see... they can build houses. They make I know. houses out of 3D printers. I know. Printers I need to now. see that. I need to watch a video or something. So, so anyway, we finally Robin finally tracked down Tony Bruno from the Verizon team. Right. And what was his answer? And he sent a nice reply yeah, back. He sent a really, really nice reply. Long story short is that he is incredibly shy. He likes to work behind the scenes rather than he... he the idea of getting on the radio was just way too much for him. A shy Tony so, Bruno. So we've had two of those this week now. The 93-year-old yes. no, grandma I, didn't want to come on. Oh, She did. When I talked to her, she wanted yeah. to come on. Olive, 93-year-old with a Bud White, uh, the Bud, Bud Light, Light, right? Yeah. Um, she would have come on. I think she fell asleep. It, <laughs> I, but I don't Tony know if, Bruno was too shy. But here, that's actually, if you're watching the that's Tony Twitch Bruno stream, right that's yeah. him right now. And that's his invention, the and strap that goes behind. The strap that goes behind that allows people to put it over the back of their head rather than around their ears. You know what it ears. reminds me of? You know when you have a, a mask, mm -hmm. a scuba mask, and you have it, you tighten it up, and it's yeah. plastic behind you, so you can tighten it as much as you want? That's what he invented, and he made them all with, uh, with, with 3D printers. And so, so that's a good job. Thank, I want to thank everybody who was participating and who does a lot of these things. There's a lot of people, the innovators, who, who hear about these types of stories, and they participate in making things better and easier for our first responders. And we thank you. And if you would like to participate, go on to TonyBrunoShow.com where you can purchase the first responder T-shirts and help them as well. We want to thank everybody. Another great week, our second week in the books now. I want to thank all our great guests all week long. I don't even have enough time to thank them all. You know who you are, and we want to thank everybody for listening, most importantly, on SiriusXM 211, on our Twitch stream at Tony Bruno Show, twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. And today, Bruce Murray, Chris Landry, the Love Master, you know, Tim Brando, so many yeah. great guests all week long. We thank all of them. Thank Joe C., Joe Krause. Pat Kaneen. Pat Kaneen for the vodka and his assistants. Harry Mays, Miss Robin, everybody else out there, interns working hard. Have a great weekend out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Be careful. Just stay home. No, get out. And God bless America. Still the greatest country on earth. Off. We'll see you back here get out. on Monday. Get out. Have a great weekend. All right. Whew. Wait, before we go, wait, Harry. Tell everybody on Twitch. Tell them what? Tell them goodbye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>
God. I thought maybe they'd want your uh, your Twitter handle or something. Oh, well, we need to work on Harry's because he is not the same on everything. And we need to work on him having the consistent Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Everything the same, the way Tony has it. Just call him Sybil. Simple. Simple Harry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back here on Monday. I am slurring my words. It's amazing. I I've only had half that's all. I am such a cheap date. It's amazing. Good lord, this keto diet because normally I'm drinking wine every night and I haven't been. I am a total cheap date. Um I sound like Biden. Oh, really? Is it that bad? <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Um Harry does love you and now we are going to say goodbye. Love y'all. See you Monday. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. And maybe in our world here, there lives a happy little mountain.